Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your excited Game Master Tom, and this is Episode 13, Who Watches the Watchers? In our last adventure, the heroes launched an assault on the Low House and killed every slaver they could get their hands on. Xanner was swallowed whole, and the slaver operation was burnt down by magic fire. How will the town react to the slavers being wiped out, and what new mission will the heroes take on next? The adventure begins. In the town of Tavernry, a river snakes its way between neighborhoods before emptying out into a lake. Across the river spans a bridge between two buildings. The bodies of slavers and a huge ogre lie crumpled on the bridge amongst blood and scorch marks. One of the buildings connected to the bridge is engulfed in fire. Magical lava spills out of its doorways and oozes into the river. Beneath the bridge on a dock made of stone, our heroes look after the slaves rescued from the flames. Sildren the Druid casts healing magic on a mother and child. Easy. Your burn should feel better now. You're safe. Idrisil walks over to a wounded and scarred dwarf and pats him on the back. Yorick, you did good, friend. You got all of these people out of their cells. They would have burned down with the place if it wasn't for you. Nah, it was you folks with your swords and magic that took down these scum to get us free. Sadly, I could not save everyone. What of the bear chained in the cell? I couldn't get near him to get him free. I tried. I tried. You did more than anyone could ask. Those responsible have paid and will pay more if I have anything to say about it. That shit-guzzling slave master, Fayhorn, got away. Yeah, we freed his slaves and took out his operation. It's a job well done if I do say so myself. A gangly figure drops down from the bridge into the river with a splash. Then a long fin appears in the water, snaking its way downstream. Xanner waves. Bye, friend! Who's that, Xanner? That's my new awesome creepy friend, Gibbles. Helpful guy. Creepy guy. He helped me out up there on the bridge. His hand felt like an old sock filled with wiggly slugs. And he smelled like bad fish. Other than that, he's my new best friend. No, no, not that creature. Who's that over there? Idrisil points across the river at a man with white hair watching the group from an alley. That guy? Him I don't know. The white-haired man disappears into the alley across the river. Before anyone can say anything, Iggy interrupts by tossing a white staff at Xanner. I pulled this staff off the wizard on the bridge. See what you can do with it, Xanner. Ooh. Iggy then walks over to the scarred dwarf and hands a pouch of coins. Here, I collected this from the dead. It's quite a few coins, and we more than owe you. Thinking you can, can think you can. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Here, I collected this from the dead. It's quite a few coins. It's more more than... <sighs> and they more than... I oh, know, yeah. I know, I know. Here, I collected this from the dead. It's quite a few coins, and they more than owe you. Think you can use this to get these people out of tavernry and back home? The dwarf feels the weight of the pouch in his hands. I, that I can do. We owe you again, my friend for our lives and our future. Iggy nods and turns to his friends and the rescued slaves. 
Vayhorn's gone, but that don't mean he ain't coming back with more thugs. We best be getting out of here. The heroes and slaves help their wounded off the dock and leave the flaming carnage behind. Time passes, and rumors spread that a large band of cutthroats and thieves left Tabernary in a hurry. Several days later, the rescued slaves safely make their way out of town. With the slavers gone and their victims safe, the heroes with Sir Brenros gather in the early evening at Peg's Tavern. The one-legged bartender collects empty tankards while finishing his latest tale. And so the toadies that take the barges up and down the Key River, they don't stop no more north of town. Why is that? They say the dead are walking along the river, north of here, between us and Edlin home, rotting bodies stumbling down the road. The town guards ain't doing nothing, as they're too lazy to leave the gates. Sir Brenrose clears his throat and gets the attention of everyone at the table. <clears throat> Sounds like an important and dangerous endeavor. But it is time I take my leave, friends. Justice has been dealt to the slavers and innocent souls have been rescued. So my quest in Tavernry is complete. Oh, don't go now. We could always use your help. Look, look, the notice board on the oak post over there. It's got lots of new stuff for us. People need our help. Ha ha ha. There will always be wrongs to right and villains to slay. But I have other work to pursue and superiors waiting on me to report back. But you're one of us now. We're defenders of the realm. I thought we were defenders of Edlin Home. Well, we've been upgraded. Defenders of the realm! Through the front door of the tavern comes Vanali, captain of the town guard. Dressed in everyday clothes with a sword at her side, she approaches with a smile. <laughs> oh, Captain Vanali, good to see you. I trust you've heard the news about the slavers in Low House getting a beating by some dashing heroes. Clearly a reckless act of vigilante justice that tavernry officials cannot condone. And what is the view from an off-duty captain relaxing with friends? Well, getting those monsters dead in the river and kicked out of town, well, that's the best thing to happen in a long time. The group smiles and Sildren pulls out a chair for her. Benali sits down and looks at the heroes. I've come here on a less official matter. A new problem has come up that could use some outside help. Sir Brenrose stands up and stretches. Well, that's my cue to take my leave before I get pulled into another escapade. Time for me to part ways and head back east. Captain, I leave you in the capable hands of these fine men. Gentlemen, I hope we meet again down the road. Norgen. You've always got a full cup, warm chair waiting for you here at Peg's. Ah, Brainroos, give me a hug! Gladly, gladly, little squire. I've been meaning to ask you something. And, uh, he points at the, uh, mire pendant on your cloak. This is a mire pin, correct? Uh, yes? <laughs> Do you know what this does? I know that it tickles. I, I really don't. I've tried my magic on it several times, and I cannot figure it out. Your magic isn't going to work on it, but this will lead you to great things. This will lead you in to the greatest magical shop in this realm. 
with that, I say goodbye. You're a good squire. You hear that? I'm a good squire! Idrisil, seeing Brenrose uh, stand up, scoots his chair out from beneath him and greets Brenrose with a farewell kind of Roman, Roman handshake. It was an honor to fight alongside you, Sir Brenrose. The honor is all mine. You are a, you're a great warrior. Uh, Sildren stands as well, gives him a brief hug and just says, uh, may our paths cross again. I hope so. I hope so. I discounted you guys at first. And I wish that wasn't the case, but I saw it to the other side. I did the same when I first met them, and (laughs) this motley crew is more than meets the eye. You helped me see parts of myself that I never thought imaginable. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Fast forward the scene as quickly as possible! (laughs) Goodbye! Cut black, cut black, cut black. (laughs) Who's talking about the dress? We know what you were talking about. (laughs) Goodbye, Brenros. Goodbye, dwarf. Vanali uh, waves, and you see Sir Brenros uh, head out of Peg's Tavern and make his way uh, out of Tavernry. Iggy, you have also recovered one additional thing from one of the corpses off of the bridge. It was just a small note uh, that was, there's a bunch of crap in there, and and there was one little note that you found that Iggy can't read, (laughs) but you do have it in your possession. I haven't brought this up yet, but but who who uh my eyes are a little tired this morning. Uh can somebody read this for me? I can read it. Sildren takes the paper. Sog. Set up a staging area in the flat hills off the road from Tabernry and Edlinholm. This will make assembling the slaves for the chain gate more manageable. Once you hear word from that wretched gnome Vargalos, then move into Bottom Hill and begin excavation. I will have a deal pay off the farmers and smooth over our arrival with the locals in Edlinholm. Keep your eyes open for a surgeon or herbalist. We need someone out there to watch over our stock. Again, the broken slaver. I hate that guy. He's the worst. So they're building something between here and Edlinholm. Yep. And it seems to be probably somewhat older because it's still talking about the chain gate no, and yeah, bottom hill. the tower. And the excavation. But we don't need to worry about that now, right? Because we took care of that. You did take care of that, right? I was on the other side and I don't really remember No, yeah, what yeah, taken care of, taken care of, it's fine. Yeah, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, had to, we had to fight our way out of there. You missed out on a lot of action when you sons of bitches jumped through that portal. No, I didn't. I had a whole bunch of action. I wish I had the stuff that you had. Do you know? Do you know what black ink feels like in your nose? You don't want to know. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, you don't. Also, if you ever see a metal spider, crush it. Yeah, what else would you do with a metal spider? (laughs) Vanali interrupts and says, is now not a good time? (laughs) Is it ever? It's a fine time. We're just kissing on each other's feet. Sander starts rocking a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) He's been like this ever since the portal episode. It's just been a nightmare. (laughs) Giant cats walking around with laser guns. Uh, She gets a little quiet, a little hush, and uh, waits for a peg to leave. 
there's a bit of an issue that I can't rely on my guards necessarily for, and it's kind of got me up against the wall. It's rather simple. The last few days, I've had not one, but two of my guards murdered. And they were murdered two days apart. They were both uh, alone. And I need someone like yourselves, when you have the time, uh, when things become available for you to perhaps take a look or keep your eyes and ears open and let me know if you find anything over the coming days. Uh, I, I've got to keep my men together, though I may not trust a lot of them. But things are definitely heating up around town with a lot of the changes with the uh, slavers gone. Um, there's a little bit of uh, chaos around town. Were these uh, guards killed in the same uh, manner? Uh, one was uh, stabbed, and another was uh, one stabbed with a sword. I think another was stabbed with a knife. Uh, the names uh, were Ulnir and Bernard. Well, I feel like we uh, owe you a little something. If something comes up or you hear anything about it, um, you can find me in the uh, Plaza Guard Tower. Where were they? Were they? Where were they both killed? They were uh, killed not far from the their post, which is the Southeast Guard Tower, just on the gate southeast of town. Were they killed at the same time? No, uh, one about four days ago, and another two days ago. Um. We've heard some talk, uh, this might not be related, but we've heard some talk that the toadies are no longer uh, stopping out in the north section because of some, some undead, apparently. Right, Peg? Yeah, he says from far away to whatever you just said. <laughs> Another round one? <laughs> I have heard something about that as well. Perhaps it might be worth gathering a few coin and putting a post up on the... Uh, Oak board over there, she says, uh, nodding to the post here in the tavern. Oh, although, don't bring up the post guard again, against him again. Although I could uh, certainly hold off on that if you wanted to uh, claim that first. You're not the only adventurers in town. Mm-hmm. Seems Is there like- another podcast in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it just sort of kind of just looks around at uh, Sildren, Xander, and again to gauge their response. He seems Idrisil is interested, but is trying to kind of save face and be neutral. <laughs> Play it cool. Yes, yeah, as, as usual. Which one are you interested? Yeah. No question. Uh, I want to go to the southeast tower. Um, I you know I want I think. Well, we're here. Yeah, it makes more sense. I think it's a situation where someone is either uh, just based off of what we've heard in this conversation, it sounds like someone might be trying to get somewhere and there's like guards kind of in the way and they're uh, usually be uh, easier like to pay, pay the them joint, off. If you will, kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, uh, That's a good point. Vanali, do you know those guards, how the ones that were offed, how how easy would it have been to just pay them versus kill them? Uh, I would say they have certainly received some payments in the past. 
Do you have any suspects or thoughts of your own that would um, provide clues to us? Not right now. I'm just worried that I've got people dying. I've got a big change of these uh, people that have been removed from town. And change is not necessarily good for a captain of the guard. We like things very simple around here. We might have some pickpockets, a mugging here or there, maybe a murder once or twice a year, but now we're actually having guards killed. It's got, it's got the mayor upset, which then has me upset. Is there anything of value in the Southeast Tower? It's a guard, it's a gate um, into town. Where are the reports from the undead coming from? To the north, yes? It was in between here and Edlinholm? Edlinholm, yeah. No, the undead. Yeah. Yes. Between here and Edlinholm. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was, they're building at, or they were, according to the note, they Probably were building at Bottom Hill, but we are no, 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 further no, no, no. south. So. The undead. Yeah. Between here and Edlinholm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, have a, okay well, because you're close. talking about building from the letter, right? So you mean Peg's story? Yeah. Peg! Peg no, comes over we, and he says, do you want me to replay what we already recorded <laughs> for this episode? <laughs> it was between here and Edlinholm. What was? What? The, you said the, the zombies, the right? Undead. Yeah. The zombies aren't even going north Probably anymore? Probably real close to that tower we saw. The key river that, that no. goes up north. What tower? You don't, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're running out of people. You just saw my members, though. <laughs> yes, I think... Uh, oh, the tower you told me about. Yes, okay. That makes more sense now. <laughs> oh, the star tower! I didn't see it. No, we told you about it, though. Right, yeah. Xander starts wandering off, and Xander goes downstairs, because you guys are on the upper balcony looking over the tavern. He goes past a, a bard playing a sad song about his missing wife, and goes over to a big, thick post. There are several of these. Yeah. This is a big oak post, and he sees uh, several items that are uh, messages that are nailed to the post. Yeah. What's takes, on the news today? And takes a look at them. Okay, second man hurt at North Docks. Oh, another one needs a slayer to take the beast down. High risk and high pay. <gasps> 40 gold. Speak to Lorson at Red Whale Shipping and bring a big sword. I gotta tell Iggy about that one. Thanks to the unsung heroes who slew the scum at Low House. The good people of Tabernary owe you our gratitude. Hopefully some coin, too. <laughs> murder wanted. Dead or alive. Oh, oh, murderer. The town's best chef was murdered at a party in the Northwest District. Oh. <laughs> Find his killer and bring justice to his family. Maybe I'll just take that one with me. <laughs> Remember, abide by the toadies out in the river, and they will always, they will abide the laws in town. Help! Dangerous looking warrior needed. Must be fierce and take direction well. Twelve gold pieces when done, one night's work. See Mackles, the open busher shop. This one's been here for a while. Friend has gone missing for a week, oh no. Tell our boy Kel that his friends miss and want him to get together. Kel, that name's familiar. 
I don't know about that one. I don't think you should know anything about that one. <laughs> it's almost the same things, you guys. I'm going to keep one of these. No reason. <laughs> Just for me. <laughs> there is... There is one, though, that looks really neat, Iggy. What's that? There's a beast over at the uh, at the, the Lorsen at the Red Whale Shipping. He's been asking for help for a long time, ever since I've first seen that this one's been here, but now he's asking for, he's gonna pay more gold. Oh yeah? They need us to bring a big sword and they're looking for oh, slayers. I don't have a big sword anymore, I just have a big ax. You can pretend. Okay. Maybe it's a big ax. Yeah. Let's go, let's go to Lorsen. Vanali's still there, right? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> if, after discussing this with our friends, if it would make sense for one of us to function as a decoy, could we um, maybe be incorporated into the town guard for a time? That would be a problem as they get very picky about who's a guard and who's not. There's this little... <laughs> ceremony that they do, uh, but what I could say is I could declare that uh, they should expect maybe some investigators from the Senate who've come in that happen to be nearby, um, and that could at least allow a reason for you and your crew to be around the guardhouse. That sounds reasonable. Okay. All right. Well, I'll pass along word to the Southeast Gate about that then. We will... Be in touch. Do you guys want to go to the Red Wheel shipping house? It just uh, looks over the balcony. No, Xana. Which note is that you have there in your hand, crumpled up? It's a, th- it's a, th- it's a thank you message. Says for- murderer wanted dead or alive, and <laughs> quickly rolls up. Oh, thank you. Tell him you're welcome. Xander gives a very tiny <laughs> thumbs up. And lights it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it's morning time. Early evening. Oh. Um. So Idrisil, uh, kind of when Xander and Iggy come back to the table, Idrisil will uh, address Iggy. Um, hearing about the the Lorsen note. Um. <clears throat> I want to say that again. The Lorsen note. Yeah, well, I just bumped the mic. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so Idrisol just uh, approaches Iggy and Xanner with the notes. Um, so we're we going for the gold or going to hunt the monster? We're going to go back to the Mackles. What are we going to do this? Uh, I think we should uh, look into this serial killer that's taking out guards. I mean, fuck the guards, but... We want to help our friend, our new friend, right? Vanali is working on a plan to uh, incorporate us into um, a sort of detective type of position to get us inside the guard's uh, work system, see if we can infiltrate. Yeah, and if we we let let that red whale guide cool his jets a little, maybe he'll uh, make another posting with more gold. Oh, I like the idea of being a detective thing. Do I get to wear a funny hat? Uh-huh. You have a funny yeah, hat Yeah, it just looks at the wizard's hat on his head. <laughs> right? Just, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no? In the time it has been since you were battling on the bridge, it's been maybe four or five days, 
Uh, Xanner, you have made a successful identification roll to identify the white staff with gold caps yeah. as a magical item. It is a staff of healing. Whoa. Staff of Healing does the following things, particularly if you happen to be a healer of any kind, of which we do with spells uh, for Sildren, uh, and it gives you the following three benefits. Number one, it grants you the Stabilize spell, so you now have that cantrip available as long as you have the staff. It also but has the not heal. Not that, that you necessarily should be giving that to the healer, <laughs> the thing with the word healing in it, but, you know. Right. <laughs> As I hide my bracelet. Xander <laughs> has just been doing like bow staff stuff with this thing for three and a half days while Sylvan is just pouting. <laughs> I can reach you from six feet away. It also grants the healer uh, the heal spell. And what you do is whenever you start your daily preparations in the morning, you give an amount of charges into this staff equal to the maximum level of spells that you can cast, which for you, Sildren is two. So you for free get to put two charges into this staff because that's the maximum level of spells you can cast. Uh, then you can now cast a level one heal spell twice. Each charge is one of that. You can't cast a level two, but you can cast a level one twice. And that's every single day you get two charges put two into that staff, spells. which is really cool. And it's as you level up and you can cast higher level spells, you can put a few more charges into that right. staff. So if I were able to cast third level spells, I could put three, three charges. Three heal Still charges only casting in. level one right. heals, but now you can cast several of those. Understood. And finally, every heal spell you cast while you have this staff in your hands from its source or your own heal spells, you heal one additional hit point oh. every single time nice. you cast a heal spell. Um, so you can have this to Xander, hand this to Xander here. <laughs> it's so shiny! Z so Xander is playing with this thing for like three days and then he decides finally, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. And it starts vibrating like Harry Potter's broomstick. <laughs> in his head. Oh, that's so magic! Sildren, I think that you can use this way better than I can. It doesn't even do fire. It's no, you know what I mean? But here, let me show you. It's made of some smooth white wood. And look, look, look on the cap. There's like rubies and stuff on it, but it's all designed to make people feel better and heal them and keep them, keep them healed. It does stuff that I already do. So I don't need to worry about that. You can have it for those but it allows me to not poke people with it because I can keep my hands so I can do this. And he almost burns the staff. Sorry. Very kind. Thank you. I You're can definitely welcome. put this to use for all of us. I thought so. I feel really good giving things right now. This feels good to me. Excellent. We should do this more. Absolutely. Do you still need that shiny bracelet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it will help me get to everybody. Yeah, faster. yeah. No, it's looks. <laughs> it looks good on you. Good. Xander slowly moves back to his seat. <laughs> uh, Sildren, by the way, that will put you over encumbrance unless you get rid of something uh, such as your rapier. 
uh, or your bow, something that's a nice weight to it. Maybe uh, a bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just an FYI. What about my shield? Um, you already got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did your shield go? He, he dropped, dropped it over the edge to, to catch me. Yeah. Oh, he had to choose between right. um, dropping it to save um, an action. Uh, let's look. Well, equipment. What, you know what uh, yeah, you could totally swap those out and you'd be good. <gasps> so I'm going to have a yes. sword it's and a staff. Like and that's years. fine. Yes. Yeah, but you can. Yeah. Your sword. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go all like Gandalf like that. <laughs> that's the image I have in my head. Is literally well, you have a sword, you have a staff, and you have a bow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what you have. Okay, great. You um, Gandalf Legolas and Aragorn. <laughs> Because, jeez, I really need a shield, though. Choices. You got to make choices. I don't need this. I just toss the staff to the side. Leave it in the the umbrella little urn at the door. (laughs) What you playing, gang? Yeah, I I guess I don't have a shield anymore. Makes me sad. I'm not trying to make you sad. (laughs) You've ruined my life. (laughs) Um, let's go see this place. Is it far? The guard tower? Yeah. It's not dark yet. We got some time. That's a good good idea. I would like more ales, but your idea's probably better. Did you hear that, everybody? My idea's probably better. Let's get used to hearing that, huh? <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, I think let's do it. Yeah. Head that way towards the Southeast Tower. You guys head out as you make your way in that direction. I believe all of you can feel a little bit of a jittery uh, tingle around your collar as your Meyer pins vibrate slightly and then fade away as you head further south. Oh. I don't like this thing. He said... Renrose told you it would take you to the magic shop? He said the greatest of all magic shops. Greatest of the realm. Can we go? Can we go? <laughs> yeah, you can go. I'm not going to go. It's fucking stupid magic. I'm going to go. Yeah. Am I, am I going to go alone? I'll go. Yeah. I mean, I'll go with you. I'm just not going to go inside. It creeps me out. Okay. Maybe we can knock this time. Good idea. Xander goes Toward, back to where the buyer pin starts yeah. vibrating and mm. starts uh, following it again the way they did the last time. Okay. Like a greyhound. <laughs> hey, Zan, as we're on our way, Xander, uh, Zan, and I hand you, uh, Iggy hands you his Meyer pin. See if you can, see if they'll give you some coin or something for this. I don't need it. It's weird. I don't like the vibrations. Xander puts it on the other lapel. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> Vibrating <laughs> You head north. The pins grow a little stronger in their vibration and stronger. And you uh, cross the river and go towards a neighborhood into the back. And the pins are really vibrating strongly. And you are at that uh, stair. They got the stairs that head down towards the basement door. Um, so Xander's going to go down the stairs and knock on the basement door this time. All right. You knock and you wait and there is no response. The pin's very strongly vibrating. Xander tries the, is there a handle? Is there, is it, is it a sealed door? Is there like a, a, yeah, there's a handle. Yeah. Xander tries the handle. 
All right, it, it, it moves. All right, opens the door. You open, you see an impenetrable wall of blackness before you. Completely it just covering grabs the, door. the handle via Xander's hand, like on top of his hand, uh-huh. and closes the door. We did this once before. We're going to do it the smart way. And he slams the door shut and he walks back up the stairs. He goes around the house to the front door mm-hmm. and knocks on the front door. All right. You knock on the front door, and after a while, there is a door that creaks open a little bit, and you see a haggard old woman's face peeking through, and she says, What? Greetings, ma'am. We are the Tabernary Guard, here on a mission to uh, see if everything's all right You don't look like a guard! I've been a newly hired detective, and I show her the mire pin. Newly hired by Captain Vanali to check this quadrant, to see if anything is going wrong in the area. I've done nothing wrong. We want to see the magic shop in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have anything on me. (laughs) Ma'am, as you can see, I brought my associates here with me. My name is Idrisil. This is Xanner. Xanner Xanner didn't go. Xanner's still in the basement. Xanner's still at the door, If you recall the last time we went, Jix also went to the front door, rang the doorbell, and that's when we went in. Xander, mm-hmm. knowing that you were doing the smart move, again, wink, <laughs> wink, 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 <laughs> he waited for the conversation to start and opened the door to walk in. Okay. All right. Keep going, Idrisil. Uh, <laughs> my name is Idrisil. This is... And I turn around and see no one <laughs> My associates are probably at the next house over. Um, would it be all right if I came in for just a moment? Absolutely not! Well, that's all right. That's all right. No, no need to uh, trouble. I'm going to close this halfway even. She closes the door a little <laughs> bit more. You can see her beaky nose. Well, if you'd please, I have a note from the mayor. So? Well, surely you'd know mayor. And I say his name. <laughs> Do you? I did. I don't. If you don't know, you don't know his name. You don't know. His uh, name. I just say the mayor. So? All right, if you don't want to be invited, that's fine. Invited to what? We're just handing out invitations to the mayor's celebration next Saturday evening. He just had a celebration like three weeks ago. Well, he's the mayor, isn't he? I don't know. Give me your stupid celebration. And she holds out a hand through the door. And I take just a tiny little filthy kind of napkin (laughs) out of my hand. Uh, I've kind of ruined this one. If you give me just a moment, I'll be back in a sec. She waits, and then uh, you leave, and she closes the door, and you hear it lock. I go back around, and I see that the door has been opened. Yes, and Iggy's standing outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Sildren? Uh, I went inside, I All guess. Right, so you just see Iggy standing outside the open door. But why did no one follow me? Wasn't your plan to distract that old lady so the rest could go in? No! <laughs> That's what we thought the plan was. They're inside. The the smart way is to do the dumb way again. I don't okay. know. Okay. Well, I'm going to sit and I sit on the top We're step. We're pretty good at the dumb way. <laughs> All right. You stay there. Inside is Xanner and Sildren following behind. You pass through this black 
uh, it's maybe just a foot deep, shaped like the door, this black essence that you go through. You can't see anything at all, even with your low light visions, and you pass through and you come to a room on the other side. It is a, a room that's a little low ceiling, but wide, maybe uh, 60 by 60. It's a lavish room with red lights. It's got a glossy tile floor with some exotic rugs uh, across it. There's a kind of a trapezoidal angular pond that kind of Z's across uh, with water slowly moving somehow through it. And in the water are uh, lilies with little yellow lights on them that just gently move that look very pretty. It smells like flowers, a little bit of jasmine. And Xanner and Sildren, uh, both of you can immediately sense that this uh, area has a complete nulling effect on your magic. And it's very disconcerting. And you see Xanner, you know, snapping his fingers again and again, and there's no flame producing in your hands. Uh, it's so weird. I'm staying fairly close to the door. Okay. It's black right behind you. You can not hear or see anything through it at all. You can hear some sandaled footsteps slapping on tile coming closer. <sighs> okay. You're the gnome, you're the gnome, you're the gnome. Xanner starts walking towards the footsteps. All right. There is one other- Sildren does not. <laughs> <laughs> There's one other doorway on the other side. And as you head towards that, you can see another uh, chamber beyond. <clears throat> and before you can get in there, a figure comes through the door. It is a uh, overweight human with some very stylish looking uh, lavender and purple robes on uh, with some interesting flared pants some expensive bejeweled sandals. He's uh, a little overweight. He has very little hair on top, but almost like a little samurai braid at the back. And he has a, uh, a pleasant looking smile as he walks in. He has his hands kind of uh, folded in his robe, uh, his robe sleeves uh, in front of his belly. And he says, hello, my friends. Welcome to Meyer's Emporium. I am Meyer at your service. Is this your pin? Oh, indeed. And you are most welcome here. Please come in, come in. You must relax. And he motions you into the second room. Go in. All right. Sildren follows. Tentatively, tentatively. You go into the second room and this room, unlike the other room whose floor was uh, glossy tile, this room is made up of a floor of cushions. It's just thick, billowy red cushions wherever you step. It's buoyant and cozy and comfortable. Uh, you look back and you're afraid you're gonna be tracking mud everywhere, but your footsteps uh, don't seem to leave any trace behind as you go. Mm. There are raised sofa-like things that come out of the floor. So it's just like this big drapery of cushions and sofa-type things to uh, uh, rest and relax with. There's a uh, red and gold drapery that hangs from the ceiling, almost like an Arabic, uh, like bedroom or harem type environment that's low and looks really gorgeous. And um, the gentleman <coughs> identifying himself as Meyer walks over to a, a marble a block against the wall that's being used as a table. And he brings some fine looking cups to you, motions for you to sit at the couch and brings the two cups to you. 
Went in Myers Emporium and have a seat and a drink, I guess. This is your first time here, yes? It is. Yes. yes. And uh, I have uh, introduced myself. Uh, perhaps you could introduce yourselves. My name is Xanner. I am a defender of the realm Ooh. and an elemental sorcerer. Ah. I am Seldrin, a druid of the Seventh Conclave. I, I may have heard of that before, then. That is interesting. Um, what news can you share? Uh, I don't get many uh, strangers. Seems like some people have been causing issues for the slavers in Low House of Relate. There are undead uh, between the shores of Cabinry and here, of Edlinholm and here. Um. Xander's <laughs> already to unload <laughs> a ton of info. Like Sildren's like, <clears throat> no, no. I, I, I've done a lot of things. We have. He's just staring at Sildren <laughs> for what he can say, what he can't say. What of the, uh, what of the great white dragon I have heard to the north? Any news of that? Oh, how, how long has it been since you've had a visitor? Oh, uh, perhaps a few weeks. The great white dragon of the north? Yes. A few weeks? I fear it's been longer than that. There have not been any great dragons for centuries. Ooh, I've heard tale of some sort of magical barrier to the south of the kingdom of Thave. Any news of that? I'm so, so hungry for news. It, well, yes, there is a magical barrier. It's the Towers of Azeroth, or Azimir. And they've been there for centuries. Hmm. I do have many encounters with those from, from Azimir. There's a few Meyer pins uh, that uh, have come from there as well. I will not ask how you have come uh, to yours, that is not my doing. I only uh, have one requirement, and that is for you to not share the Meyer pin with others, and for you not to discuss the uh, uh, the result of the Meyer pin uh, bringing you uh, to my emporium with others. Of course. If they are to be here, they will find their way. Naturally. Uh, Rule one of Meyer's emporium: Don't talk about Meyer's emporium. <laughs> Uh, now, but before uh, we get further into business, uh, drink this water. It is quite refreshing. Uh, I do not know how far you've traveled. Um, but I, I must know, what is your uh, spending capability for today? So I know uh, which room uh, to take you. Probably the entry level room. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a dollar store? <laughs> you have a clearance section. <laughs> Half cursed, half off. <laughs> I've, I've never had a lot of money, but I do have these platinums and some gold. And and how much total would that be? Just 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 so I mean, no offense, but just so I have some some idea of where 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 to bring you. Uh, two platinum and thirty five golds. A little less for me. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Clearance. Uh, you're more than welcome <laughs> to uh, leave your... Uh, to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you can try Ross's cast for the last step of the block. <laughs> Discount spells and uh, <laughs> sages. It says you're more than welcome to uh, uh, leave your uh, dirty armor or weapons here. Uh, you certainly will not be uh, uh, needing them. And uh, when you are feeling ready and refreshed, uh, please uh, come with me. And he stands by the next entry out or exit out. Two cups on the on the thing. Xander drinks the water first. All right. Two hands on the cup. Two cups on the thing. You know what I mean. Uh, let's not do two with cups. Sildren <laughs> <laughs> will drink his water, put his weapons down, and follow. All right. It's very refreshing. And he takes you into a uh, hall, and it's wide. It's got cool arches, and again, drapery things hanging from those arches, and comes to a door and uh, unlocks it with a key and opens up this uh, door that looks very, very heavy, but opens without a sound and uh, opens easily. And beyond is a room filled with all sorts of interesting magical goodies. Uh, there are display cases of uh, gold frames with glass that you can kind of see through. There's dark mahogany shelving with a menagerie of different items and weapons and doodads and scrolls all over them. There is also a standing next to you, this giant statue with you immediately, which you immediately recognize is not a statue, but a huge adamantine golem that looks down and rotates its head from way above even Sildren. Hello. <laughs> and it, it looks down at you and it just gives you pause to not start any trouble while you're in here. And uh, Meyer uh, excitedly uh, patters on his little sandaled feet uh, to the shelves and the display case. And, well, let me show you uh, what I have available for you. Outside of the uh, building, just sitting on the stairs, you got any twos? <laughs> <laughs> no, no twos. Go fish. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to do all of this. Uh, out of character because it'll just take forever to be doing sure. in character, and then we can we can do a deep dive on any items you want specific. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we have just give me a high fly over um, here. Then so he has consumable <laughs> items and permanent items available for sale, and they are as follows. He has a scroll of heal, lets you cast a level one heal, um, and I think you have to know the spell, so it must only be Sildren. Uh, that's three gold pieces. A scroll of fear. Now, when you say know the spell, you like... have to have it as part of your possible repertoire, okay. but not ready. You don't even have to have it memorized for that day. Maybe if you're holding Copy. a stat, you just have to be able to know it. Like, yeah. like, like Xander doesn't know how to heal. Yeah. Uh, scroll of Fear, same thing. You must have that capability in your spell repertoire. And Oil of Potency, oh, we know that. It's seven gold. Jesus. Uh, it's seven gold. You have two of those, right? Yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? Uh, and also keep in mind, like, uh, um, Idrisil. Your weapon's already maxed with that, but you could still use an oil of potency on your armor to give additional armor class and bonus to all saving throws for a battle. Right. A savior spike. This is an item you can use when you're about to fall and it helps dig into an edge to keep you from falling over an edge. An invisibility potion for 20 gold. And an elixir of life lesser. You guys have had miners in the past. This one is a lesser, which means it heals 3d6 plus 6 hit points. Ooh. It is a significant uh, heal. 
And lastly is a necklace of fireballs for 44 gold. I know where Xander's eyes go immediately. <laughs> this has three beads on it. Each bead, when pulled, uh, you can then throw up to 70 feet away. Uh, and it hits that area pretty much automatically, and they the enemies get uh, reflex saves. It's a little fireball. There are two small gems on it. Uh, I'm sorry, two small beads, and then one large bead. And once those three are gone, the necklace is useless, so it's a consumable. It's, uh, it's expensive, 44 gold, but you're chucking fireballs. You're chucking fireballs. <laughs> do you need to know the fireballs? You spell? do not on that one. And those are just the consumables. Someone mm -hmm. buy that one for Jix. <laughs> right? Oh, man, I'll, do it. Hey, I'll do it. He keeps staring at the hole. Hang this over Tim's head. Hey, uh, figure out the Meyer pins. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take a picture of that shit. I'm, go I'm, actually, I'm literally going to when we get the permanence. <laughs> Under the permanent items, he has a menagerie of magical weapons. Uh, any weapon you can think of, he has plus one weapons available. So these are plus ones to hit only. Nice. If you need a dagger, a staff, a bow, anything at all. He's got uh, everything imaginable as a plus one weapon. He also has a wand of grease. This is the spell grease. I believe you have to know the spell. I'm not 100% sure. I can look that up if we need. How wands work is you can cast that spell once per day forever. <laughs> Every day it's recharged at one. Uh, and then if it's an emergency, you can overcharge, you can overcast a second charge and then has a 50-50 chance of being broken, which means money and time to repair or completely destroyed. Uh, but it's guaranteed once every time. That's only 60 gold. He has bracers of missile deflection for 60 gold. This you can use as a reaction when you get hit by any ranged weapon. After you're like, shoot, that's a hit. Um, you can use the bracers. I can't remember how often, maybe once a battler, once a day. And anyways, it gives you plus two armor class. So you can, you can, if it's a close hit, you can turn it into a miss. Ooh, nice. It can be nice. He has tracker's goggles. This gives you benefits to survival and the ability to uh, easily track enemies. I can give you more specifics later, 60 gold. A bag of holding, 75 gold. This can hold quite a bit of bulk. And inside, and I, mm -hmm. I can certainly get you more details on that. Healer's Gloves, 80 gold. This increases your capabilities of healing, and I can give you more stats on that. Plus one striking weapons. This is the same caliber weapon as the Dark Ocran Bow. Mm -hmm. So this is plus one to hit and an additional die of damage for only 100 gold. Mm. Diplomat's badge for 125. This gives you a plus one to diplomacy rolls forever. And uh, once a day, you can make a roll to understand one particular person and even get maybe plus two or three more on that person. Nice. A dagger of venom. You have a dagger that's, uh, I believe it's a plus one striking dagger. It has a chance to sicken foes when you hit them. And then once per day, you can really sink in the venom for a true poison beyond that. A Wand of Restoration, uh, similar to the other wand, once per day you can cast Restoration, which clears several effects uh, on an enemy or one stage of poison. It's 160 gold. And then the last item that we have, plus one armor of any different type that's out there. Oh, this includes nice. robes uh, for wizards and anything at all that you want. That's 160 gold. Talk to me about the Healer's Gloves. Healer's Gloves. 
gives you a permanent plus one to all medicine checks. So that can obviously also help your treat wounds capabilities. And then once per day, you can sue the willing adjacent creature and heal them 2d6 plus seven hit points. So it's a heal in your back pocket and then a permanent plus one uh, to your medicine for 80 gold. 2d6 plus seven? Yes, once per day. Can we confirm the Wand of Grease needs that spell or doesn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a look. You have Grease, though, don't you? I don't. I had a Grease scroll, which is super effective, and I loved it. Well, that means you can cast it, though, because that's part of your repertoire. Yeah. If if you did it off of the scroll. I mean, that was like seven episodes ago, so I can't take it back now, but... We're going to have to retcon that. <laughs> yeah. that must, yeah, the wand, it must be on your spell <laughs> list. Which, <coughs> And looking at Xanner, uh, uh, we're talking about the Grease spell. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I want that sealer's gloves. I want that armor. <laughs> <laughs> do you have 160 gold? No. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I have like 80. The grease spell is a primal spell, so you, you can totally use that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it's it's not an educated thing or, or a selected item. It's just something that I need to be able to use. Right. Got it. If I understand you correctly. And a platinum yeah, is so, 10 so gold? Platinum is 10 gold. And we got two. There might need to be some pooling. Scrolls are still one resources. off, right? So I was able to use it, but it's, it's still Scroll touched. is a consumable. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Um, there is no wand of magic missile, <laughs> oh. it, which is fine. Would the <laughs> racers of missile deflection work on magic missile, or is that just an always hit? Uh, yeah. it's a ranged attack. Ranged. Uh, so magic missiles are not a ranged attack, it's an auto yeah, hit. An, yeah. auto but if there's a magical ranged attack, like some of Xanner's abilities, that might... Up- also, uh, Meyer lets you know that he, in an effort to, uh, get uh, dangerous items off the streets, and because he has quite some deep pockets, will purchase any magic items you don't need for half price at any time. How much for this crappy bow? (laughs) The the plus one bow (laughs) that you just got? That would be 12 and a half, uh, no, I'm sorry, that would be 17 and a half gold. Mm. I can sell it. (laughs) How about about 25? (laughs) Um, I so I'm, I'm trying to remember platinum. That is a hundred gold. Ten. Ten. Ten gold. Mm. I, was, I was about to be like, payday. Let's go. <laughs> what? Get me in that room. Right. So I'm looking at fifty-six gold. Hey, Siltren. <laughs> I was wondering if you might be able to loan me a couple of pieces of gold. Oh man. Because their wand is really pretty. And I could use it a lot, I think. I think I'd be helpful to you and to the rest of the team. How much do you need? I need, like, you know, five. Very well. Yes. He's like, yes, but in return, I need right now 15. <laughs> I remember how taking a loan from Chris worked out <laughs> in previous seasons for Avius. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> you just see Sildren break out a little notepad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Five gold to Xanner. <laughs> okay, okay. Um... Wand of Grease, please. He sells you a wand of Grease. About terms and conditions, but that's fine. (laughs) Carry on. 
Carry on. Sixteen Carry gold on. is the rates, price for that. I don't have a specific daily. item for you. Just you just need that grease spell. You can use the scroll card yeah, if yeah. you want. Uh, so again, you can cast that once per day. It refreshes uh, when you do finish your preparations in the morning. Um, if necessary, you can cast it twice and risk damaging the wand. The consumables. There's multiples of those. Yes. Can I buy five of the scrolls of healing? Yes. That's fifteen gold. Yep. Okay. Outside the establishment once again. Well, why are they in there for so long? It's just a crappy basement. I don't know. Go in there. It's just a shite basement. You want to go in? I think we should go Let's in. Let's go in. <laughs> <laughs> Metagaming, but I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the pictures on so, your phone. I am curious because I gave uh, Ignal <laughs> gave Zaner his Meyer pin. Uh-huh. Can I still go in? You are not able to get in. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> but uh, it's like you, so you are in. You are. It's greeted. like the Hogwarts thing. You just smash <laughs> into the wall. Oh. So you are greeted by Meyer. He escorts you uh, to the uh, room in particular. You see your friends. Before you can even say hi, you're just gobsmacked by all these amazing oh. items. These are available here. How much money does Idrisil have? Idrisil has about 60, uh, 65, 68 gold. All right. So is there a different room if you have more gold? Yes, there's other doors. Mm. Um... Just those stairs. Can you, so the plus one, the difference between the striking weapons and plus one weapons? Plus one weapon is your original Ocran bow. The plus one striking weapon is your new dark Ocran bow. <laughs> Idrisil is just going to hand him 60 gold and go for the bracers of missile deflection. Bracers of missile deflection. I will have to print a card for you later, but let me give you some more specific. And could you please read the description for me again? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there now. Bracers. (laughs) Just so I have like a... (laughs) Bracers of missile deflection. I'm sure he has more than one. Uh, The bracers are made from plates of durable mithril and gleam like the summer sun. As a reaction, so you have to burn your reaction once per day. Um... Uh, I do stand corrected. When a ranged weapon attack hits you, but does not critically hit, okay, you must be aware of the attack, and you can't be flat-footed, so you can't be getting screwed over at the time. So as long as you're kind of aware of the attack, the bracers send the missile off course. You immediately gain plus two bonus to armor class against this specific attack, and then if that's a miss, then it's a miss. So it's just one attack coming in. And essentially, uh, I'll say, because uh, that's how the attacks work. I'll say, yeah. what is it, like a 21? And you'll go, that's a hit. You'll know, ooh, that's within two. I'm going to trigger my bracers. Yeah. Um, but it's only ranged attacks that come in. Ranged weapon Within attacks. two of my AC? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Those are nice. But yeah, Iggy's always like right in the thick of it. He's yeah. getting hit by ranged stuff that often. How much, I figured how just because I am have? a ranged mm-hmm. attacker. How much gold do you have? 54. I'd uh, spend some on that armor mm. a few episodes ago. Yeah, I only have 10 Oof. more now. Eight. I got one. I got one left. <laughs> <laughs> I like the trip to Tahiti, the 
the mugs that look really nice, um, the rug. Can the oil of potency, you said it, it wouldn't do anything to add to my dark Ocarim bow? That is correct. It will not do anything to your bow. Oh, do you guys want to sell any of those fancy Ooh. things? Will it do anything to my axe? Uh, yes, it would. Okay. okay. I haven't used it on it yet, but it uh, um, I wanted to make sure. Yeah. How much would it just get for the ever burning torch? Oh, that's a good question. We don't, you don't, do you have a card for that? I have a card for that. It's uh, 15 gold pieces. That's half of that, seven and a half gold. Um, seven gold, five silver. You can certainly sell whatever you don't want. Fantasy Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Should be the name of this episode. The invisibility potion would do what again? Uh, no, I didn't describe the okay. effect of that. We're talking invisibility. Yeah. If you are invisible, you're undetected to anyone. So undetected, they need to make a flat, uh, what, it's a house rule. Uh, they need to make a flat 13 or higher roll to hit you after they've declared an attack. Mm. Um, so that's pretty strong. That the is question strong. is, how long does it last? Last 10 minutes, you become invisible. Uh, if the target uses a hostile action, the spell ends after that hostile action is complete. So you you can't you don't stay invisible the whole fight the whole fight right right just until they see me or attack on me and essentially no no if you get attacked they have yeah. to roll thirteen or higher so okay. or miss all day the moment you do something hostile okay. you finish that action you probably get a plus two as they're flat footed which is mm -hmm. great and then the invisibility sneak goes sneak away. sneak I appear as I'm stabbing them in the back totally okay. um I'm not gonna buy the invisibility potion I am gonna steal uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna see where Meyer's looking. He's seeing Xander. He's tending to him. No, I'm gonna give him the ever burning torch. All right. Um, and I'm gonna give him how much is one uh, Meyer pin worth? No, we have <laughs> we have minor elixirs of life. You have minor elixirs. How much of are life? those? Um, minor elixirs of life are not worth a ton. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah, because they're only like. Four, four gold to buy. Oh, they are. Okay. Let's see. A miner. Well, they're three. That's not. Oh, cool. she's, she's she ripping me off. She had a <laughs> bit of a Marco. <laughs> well. It's bullshit. She wants a little more from you than everyone else. Let's yeah. just put it that way. <laughs> they're three gold each. He's like, well, Voldus sells them for eight seventy-five. Um, no, I'm gonna keep mine. I was gonna buy a lesser, um, but I won't have enough. Um, I'm gonna buy one oil of potency. Okay. Or somehow work with uh, Iggy to get him something. Uh, okay. Can I, I leave? And no, come I'm back? good. <laughs> I was like, can I leave and come back? <laughs> I am uh, seeing the list. Uh, I'm saving. I poke my head up. out. Iggy, you need to get in here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get, get my mire pin back. He just sees a floating head in the blackness. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm just going to buy one oil of potency. Okay. Has the shopping concluded then? I think so. All right. Uh, Meyer escorts uh, you out of the room. The adamantine golem watches you leave. He closes the door and escorts you through the cushioned room and then out into the pond room towards the black portal. Grab my weapons on the way through. Yes. Too late. Those are mine. <laughs> you can buy them for 37 gold. <laughs> you put that on the sold rack. <laughs> 
Maya says, It's on uh, consignment. <laughs> thank you so much for visiting my emporium. It was a, a pleasure having you all here. We hope to be back. You're the best! Indeed. And he bows <laughs> slightly and uh, waits for you guys to all leave out the door and you disappear. Iggy, you see your friends come out and they're like loaded with things and, and what did, what? shopping bags and... What are you guys? What, what was in there? You guys look all happy. I was totally wrong the first time. I'll be the first to say it. It is amazing in there. Oh, Xander, Xander. Xander's hand comes on fire. Oh, that feels so much better. Carve my pin back. Oh, sure, here. Oh, thank you. 37 gold. You, uh, <laughs> you hand it back, and when you do take it, you think Xander may have done something wrong uh, because you, the pin he hands you does not vibrate. What'd you do to this? Why is it not vibrating? Is yours vibrating? No. Maybe. None of them are vibrating. <sighs> Can we go back through? Uh, you check. When you open the door, it is a cellar that is there. A dirty, dusty cellar. Maybe there's a reset value. Or it's a different location every time. Oh. There's some rats scurrying around and hay, and it's a cellar under that old lady's house. Hey, let me tell you about this guy. His name was Meyer, and he hasn't spoken to anyone in a long time. He was asking about the great white dragon in the north and about the magical force field being built around Azimir. Do you know about the force field in Azimir? Um, if I, I say yes, will it uh, stop you from telling a story? <laughs> I mean, it's really interesting. I've read all about it. Killian, oh, Killian, Killian showed it to me in his library. Oh, that's awesome. Inside, there was a whole bunch of magic things. I got this magic wand that we have right here. What does that do? It's grease. Look, it's <laughs> grease. No. Now you can make a grease fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... No, didn't he no, try to burn it? <laughs> you notice that time has passed a little bit, and Iggy, you've been waiting about an hour and a half. But seems you guys like were in there forever. It was like buying cool stuff without me. Look at it! Look at the wand! <laughs> Just flinging grease everywhere. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> This is so neat. Shake it before you put it away, Xana. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we still go to the guard tower? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think we've been going in the wrong direction. We should probably go south now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys head south. As you head south, you cross the river again, make your way past the wide open plaza uh, where Xanher was recovered uh, several days ago. And there you see, for some of you, once again, a priest crying out loudly to the attention of any passerbyers this evening uh, to get their attention as he's pointing to two corpses swinging off of long ropes around their necks. And they have um, wooden planks tied around their necks, hanging from their necks that have uh, images of a wolf's head with a, a line of red paint across that. And this priest is wearing some brownish robes and very, uh, uh, very preacherly calling out, Cutthroats and villains, the lot of them! 
The den of wolves will no longer be a plague upon the kingdom of Navarre. The people have risen up. And you can see one of the bodies is of a cutthroat thief that you killed in the alleyways outside the low house several days ago. And the other body is that of the healing wizard who you slew atop the bridge spanning the river. If you harbor such a fiend, an enemy of our kingdom, then you will join their fate in the hells. Long may Navarre and the Senate continue to prosper. And he points again to the bodies to make sure any, all of you passerby or see, particularly you ruffian looking adventurers with greasy wands walking by. Uh, are the hanging bodies on like nooses? Yes. So giving the impression that they were hung for their crime. Yes. That's not how they die. No, really. Come on, let's go. No, no, no. No, just, no, no. This doesn't make sense. He's taking credit. <laughs> Don't care. Let's go. No I good. Got that one. No good can come of that. Children pulls the. No good, good can come of that. Mm. It's not our business. We're trying to round the corner, but then. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I don't like it. I, I'm not a fan of it either, but. It's more trouble than what it's worth. We have other other things to worry over. You guys arrive not too long later at the southeast gate out of town. There is a guardhouse attached to it. You see there is a guard who is uh, leaning outside that uh, gatehouse and rises up and starts in investigating, kind of inspecting a horse that a merchant's bringing, bringing by loaded with some goods and He's opening up some flaps and checking things out and then uh, holds out his cans, has the guy pay the fee and then lets him into town. And then uh, the- By fee, you mean bribe? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) The four of you guys come up. Greetings. Good evening. How fair are you? I'm good. He's good. Good. We're special investigators. You, um, the captain probably mentioned us. Oh, yeah. You said something about that. Yep. Here we are. Did you, did you know the two gentlemen that uh, got themselves killed? Of course I know. What kind of stupid question is that? We know everybody here. Hmm. What were their names? Yeah, you're a quite pleasant person. <laughs> it was uh, uh, Bernard and uh, Olnir. Are you sure? You sound unsure. They're good men, I'm sure. Don't try and get in my head. <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> Why did they get killed? Hell if I know, weren't paying attention. A guard not paying attention. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you just gonna stand there looking stupid? Where, where did they get, can you show us where they got killed or point us in the directions better? I'm kind of done with you. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for the boss fight now, if you don't mind. Says, uh, I, I, I can't leave my post. Uh, hold on. And he opens up the old door into the small little blocky guardhouse. Sergeant, we got those investigator guys here looking for uh, some, some answers to stupid questions. And you hear, I'll be right there. And you hear some jingle jangle of leather and metal and armor being donned. 
swords being sheathed, and oh, oh, oh okay, here I go. Oh. And out comes a guy who is a little youngish with a boyish face, human, tall, broad shoulders, kind of a long neck standing out with very clean looking, well-kept armor compared to some of the other guards you've seen. And says, hello, I am Sergeant Retho. How can I be of service? The captain said you might uh, be coming. Sergeant, we are looking for the location where these two bodies were were unfortunately taken. I can uh, I can give you the uh, locations exactly where they were at. They were both in uh, alleyways, not too far from here. You do that, we can begin our investigation. And he gives you the streets and tells you the store or house names that they were between. And they're two different locations, not near each other. Were both the guards, what time of day were they murdered, do you know? Uh, yes, it was uh, at the late at night, after their shift was, was done. Heading home. So this is on the path to their homes? I believe so. We need the addresses of the homes of both men. Oh my, that's something. And he checks with the guard next to him, and what kind of stupid question is that, Sergeant? And he gets some addresses and passes them along and gives you their home addresses. Are they indeed on the pass back to where... You type it into Google Maps, uh -huh. and you'll, uh, you'll have to figure that out as time goes on. You're not sure. Okay. How else can I be of help? Where were you on the night of their murder? Are you accusing me of of the mischief and murder? No, just simply asking all of the guards that we meet. It is my job, after all. I was off duty. It was not my uh, day to be working. Were you out murdering guards at the time? Yes. No, I mean no. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me. Again, I would say book him, but you can't read. Zana, book him. <laughs> Who says I can't read? Everybody. Mm. This letter says you can't read. <laughs> Proof me wrong. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, do you guys want to divide and conquer? No. Stay together. Sildren's going to stay with me and you guys go the other way? No. <laughs> we all stay together. Man. All right. Too much trouble. Don't split us up. Which way's the closest then? It's over. It's, it's, yeah, over here, right? Yeah, this okay. way. You head off to a destination of a the death um, scene, the murder, the murder scene. What the hell? Yes, of crime scene. Crime scene. Crime scene of Olnir. Alleged. Guard. <laughs> Guard Olnir. Uh, it is a, it's dark. The streets are dark. It's getting a little late. It's around uh, 9 p.m. And there's a few lights on in the windows. There's a couple passerbyers in the horse uh, with hooves uh, clattering on the little cobblestones that walks by. Edward! And you uh, go to an alleyway and can see the general vicinity of where they pointed. You check another alleyway and then you can see some blood on the ground that has dried, been there for a couple days. 
and you can see where this guy was killed. Investigate the area. All right. See if there's any clues. Yep. Someone definitely Check died Check for shell here. casings. <laughs> Zinner, uh, tries to detect magic. Trying to detect magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you detect no magic within 30 feet of you. You do not know. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Uh, make a perception roll, Sildren and Iggy. Nice. 24. Ooh, that's pretty good. A 19? 19 is just terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you see uh, the blood. You don't see any other unusual things. You do see there was... A man died here. <laughs> there was some uh, a limited scuffle by some of the bloody footprints that you see. And... You pretty much give up that that's all you're going to get from it. But with a 24, you notice a man looking from a lit window back in the street on the other side out of his home. And he's looking through and watching you very closely. Mm. <laughs> what? I want Yafanes to be like, <laughs> 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 Grab him, drag him out. She just perches on the sill right next to him and then pop. She hasn't appeared yet this episode, so. Um, Do I know by looking at that where, what, which, which house he would actually be in? Yeah, you can see him. Okay. Right there. All right. Um, He's on the ground floor looking at you. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to him then. Uh, He closed the curtain. And then the light goes a little dim as you get closer. I'm going to go around to the front and I guess knock on the door. All right. You knock on the door and the answer never comes. Knock again. The door opens. (laughs) (laughs) You defeated me. (laughs) My only weakness is second knock. The door opens, and there is a man, an old um, a human guy there, kind of really hunkered over. And he says, what? Hello, sir. I am. What uh, is your name? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite color? Blue? Wait, no, pink. Um, what? I was waiting for... Average airspeed velocity. I've said what <laughs> several times. I am uh, Sildren. I am a special investigator for the city, I'm investigating a murder, and I wish to speak to you for a few moments. You're not going to kill me, are you? I have no intention of killing you at this moment. That wasn't a no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> I, I, I saw. I saw the fight myself. Please tell me about it. Uh, There was a scuffle outside about a week ago or so. Yes, that's what we're investigating. Tell me about it, please. Uh, There there was a man uh, who was uh, walking down the street and, and was doing something mischievous, and the guard caught him. What mischief, mischievous thing was the man doing? He was uh, uh, gambling or yelling or... 
or thieving or loitering. And he, the guard came and grabbed him and there was a scuffle. And then, and then there, there was a fight in the alley and I could hear some fighting and saw some shapes. And I watched as well as I could. And then it stopped and I made sure my door was locked because I don't like anyone knocking on my door twice. And then I went to sleep. What can you tell me about these men that killed the guard? Uh, not, not men. There was a man. And you mentioned shapes? Oh, the two shapes of two men. The guard, are you listening? I'm the one who's deaf. What? I'm the one who's deaf. Are you certain? Yes, what? <laughs> oh, he's looking around. I don't know what to do with you anymore. Um, okay, so there was only the two men, the guard and the man that was causing mischief. That is what I said, yes. Well, it's not exactly what you said. You Ooh. said something about shapes and other things as well. I like shapes. It's very, very confusing what you've been saying. But what can you tell me about the man that killed the guard? Well, there were multiple men. No, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he, uh, he was uh, 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 a hooded figure, a weakling, easily, easily pushed by the guard. It wasn't until the next day when I found out the guard was dead. Dead, I say, dead. What? So the hooded figure was a weakling that got pushed around by the guard, but then killed him? Yes, maybe. I don't know. I do know this. I do know that the guard had his throat slit from one slitted throat corner to another. Did you see the slitting of the throat? No, but I heard about it. There were many guards and yellow police tape was put around the alleyway. Is there anything of value that you might be able to tell me about the event? Any description of the hooded man? Uh, no. No, I didn't get a good look at him. Yes? No. You're looking at me strange. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something, but you've been very not helpful. Very helpful indeed. Mm. Is it common practice for you to reward citizens with coin for helping? He holds out a gnarled hand. Sildren! You got a good look at this! I give him two silver. Is there anything else you can tell me? No. And he closes the door. He turns down the light a little <laughs> bit more. And he pokes his head out the drapes of his... I'm just shaking my head at him. Window. Very disappointed and turn around and head back. All right. <clears throat> you return with all the possible information to your friends. Mm. What do you see? It looks like he was slit from ear to ear. Look at this. Look at all the blood. It's like in a weird uh, sea. There could be one or more than one person who did this. What did, did that you guy say tell you? Sea of blood? No, it's a, it's a blood of sea. It's it's like a yeah, like sea a, of blood. But it's not that kind of sea. It's a shape like a sea. And if, it, and if you stand over here, it's more like a U. But it's like, well, that's not what I mean. I'm going to go over here. You can see it looks like a sea. I don't, I don't know what a sea looks like. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be an N. You're just confusing me. <laughs> what did uh, what the old man tell you? 
supposedly one single hooded figure looked like a weakling who could be pushed around by the guard, but then I guess killed him. Supposedly. It didn't make a bunch of sense. He seemed very confused. Uh, Looking around, is there any other houses like within that would have eyesight of this alleyway? Negative. Okay. Yathane is taking a look around on the rooftops and the surrounding area Uh to see if there's anything that she can pick up from her higher vantage point. Uh, She can, but it has to be very animalistic. She's not smart. (gasps) (laughs) Did you just call my bird dumb? You can't say look for clues, but you could say, you know, is there there a bad guy up there? Is there an animal up there? Uh, And they could take a look. Um, Anything out of the, like, you know. Uh, hooded, that figure. hooded figures. Yeah. Hooded figures. And baddies. Hooded, yeah. Things that don't look like they belong. Okay. Shinies. Your bird's flying around. I'm, what, I'm uh, not finding anything. I'm going to, actually, I'll just climb climb up to the rooftops. Okay. Make an athletics roll. Not acrobatics? Athletics roll. Can I make mm, an acrobatics no. roll instead? <laughs> are you sure? Yep. 23. Woo! You are up Fast. 22, 22. Up this fantasy fire escape that does not exist. <laughs> uh, you're up quickly up the roof, uh, scrambling up there. You're on a second story roof. You are looking around. There is your bird that's just circling around. Uh, Yathane has not found anything. And, Dumb bird. And uh, <laughs> you can make a perception roll. 27. Okay. You were rolling really wow. well. Yeah. With your knowledge of the destinations, all the different addresses that were provided to you mm-hmm. over the last hour or so, you can look out, you can see, okay, that goes to that street, and I think that's Cross Street over there. You believe this guard was on his way home, just like said. Okay. Then that's all you got. The guard was almost certainly on his, I'll go back down. The guard was almost certainly on his way back home. Yelling at us from the roof. Should we He's before, on his way back home. Before it gets too late, should we go look at the other um, death scene? The Indeed. Other... Crime scene? Crime scene? Crime death scene? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Murder spot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head there. Yeah. Uh, this is a different neighborhood, not too far away. A little bit of a walk. You're between some shops. And you can see there is a, a spot on the ground, and there is some uh, dried blood also on here. And yeah, what do you want to do? Look is around. It another alleyway. It is another alleyway. Yes. Good question. Um, Sildren, you said you're looking around. Mm-hmm. Make another perception roll. Twenty-seven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sildren, you can see. <laughs> The following 5,000 microscopic DNA evidence clues. You can see there is uh, blood on the ground, but you can also see that there is a trail of blood that is not, that is going away or to this spot. And it looks like it has been uh, cleaned poorly. I think Bernard might have injured the culprit here. There's a poorly cleaned trail of blood and try and follow it. You follow it. Does not go far. It goes around maybe 15 feet, turns uh, just a little bit and ends at a door, a side door into this alleyway uh, from one of these local shops. And it goes in here. 
It just so knocks on the door. All right. It's a very forcefully. Okay. You're pounding loudly on the side door of an alleyway <laughs> sh- store door at 9 30 at night. This is the Tavern Race SWAT police. Get out <laughs> Go, go, go. <laughs> you pound on the door. You pound on the door. And you hear a uh, jingle out the front of the establishment. And from the alleyway, which is a little bit more lit from the street, I'm sorry, looking down the alleyway, you can see a gnome appear, an older gnome, and he looks down the alleyway. Who is it? Who, who's there? Who's, who's banging on my door? Sir, we insist that you calm yourself. I insist you stop banging on my door. Come out of the shadows. And I step out of the shadows. He yeah. steps back away. Sir, I am with Tabernary Investigation Forces. It's an acronym I just made up. The the famous TIFF. Oh, yes. Right. The famous TIFF with the famous Idrisil. Uh, and he just uh, begins to explain, shows him the trail of blood leading to his door. Sir, obviously something happened here. I apologize for the lateness of the hour. However, this uh, this matter needs to be tended to urgently. How are you involved? <laughs> good, good tiff, bad tiff. <laughs> I step out into the light and I just explain to him. Uh, so we are with Tabernary Investigation. Uh, I've been hired by Captain Vanali of the Captain's Guard, uh, Captain of the Guard to investigate this crime scene here. And as you can see, there is a trail of blood leading to what I did not know was your home back door. However, being an investigator, I need to take care of this matter immediately. I see no blood and I am not about to step into that shadow with you or any of your culprit friends, especially <clears throat> that big beefy dwarf. I don't, I, I'm looking down at him. I just look straight up and yell tobacco meat. Xander, can you give us a light? Beep and I! And Xander uh, lifts it. Just his- burns all evidence. <laughs> <laughs> just sanitizes the alleyway. <laughs> Burning hands, level two. Everywhere. Do that. <laughs> uh, Xander uh, holds a fireball up in the air and in the palm of his hand. All right. Do you know the light spell? Uh, no. Then it won't do much oh, to light things up. Okay. All right. It, it's, it's just a ball of fire. It's like a really dull candle. Can he see? Is not an ever-burning torch right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just trying to show off the gnome. I think Yay. is the intention. Yeah. Xander, come I, forth, I will you? Break away and let him. Xander, come. Let a gnome with yeah. me. Xander, yeah, hey, why don't you speak to this uh, person gnome to gnome? Peep and I! Yeah, peep and I! I'm Xander! He, like, has to say it. <laughs> he does! He, uh, he cannot say it! Douglas was in tears! You can be the guy who slaughtered your family, you still have to go, peep and die! <laughs> you gotta respond to You gotta respond. Classic gnome say, we all know this. Who are you? I'm Xander, we are defenders of the realm. I'm Tim Tam, and I'm a stonemason of Tavernry. Tim Tam! That's a delicious Xander. name. Pleasure to meet you. I wish I could say the same, but it's late, and I want some cookies, and you guys are banging on my door. I want to make sure you get your cookies. Those are super important. Okay. But I need you to know that we're here trying to solve a crime that happened over here. Did you know that someone died? Yes. What do you know about it? Someone died next to my store, and I don't want it getting out 
and you guys are out here in the middle of the street yelling a lot, and you're letting everybody know. You're letting everybody know. I'm not the only one, so stop letting everybody know and go whisper to yourselves until you're dead in yourself in the alleyway and leave me alone for my cookies. We're about to get out of here real quick. Do you know who killed him? No. Do you know what they looked like? No. Do you know how many there were? No. This went great. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Do you know how this trail of blood got into the back door of your establishment? I don't know anything about any trail of blood, and we're, I don't like the accusations. We're going to have to come in. That's a negative. I wasn't requesting it. Yeah, this door is pretty flimsy. We could uh, break it down and, and you can just unlock it. Whoa, you don't want to cause a commotion out here in the middle on. of the street. We hey. Let's just all s- step quietly into your home. Let us do our quick investigation and we'll be happily on our way so you can eat your cookies. Cape Dad, this wasn't the plan. I know that you're a good gnome. I can <clears> see it in your eyes and this isn't something you were trying to do. I will tell you, cookies sound delicious. <laughs> so let's all go have some cookies. Make a diplomacy roll, Xanner, and Iggy, make an intimidation roll. Lowest that dice is rolled all night. That is a 14. 22. Uh, He responds to Iggy and says, don't break down the door. Come in. That's all we wanted. But just for a little bit. I'm letting these strangers into my store. He yells out to the street. Why are you saying that? Because I don't want any trouble. Who are you trying to warn? Is there somebody else who else is in your shop? Oh my god, are you paranoid or what? Mm, we're investigating a murder. Just because we're paranoid doesn't mean that people aren't after us. Who gives you trouble? Nice. You are! <laughs> Alright, it's a good point. <laughs> he is right. He lets you in and leaves the door ajar behind you. Who else is in here? No one's in here, just me, as it should be this late at night. Sildren will head towards the back door, the side door, wherever. And look around. All right. Investigate (laughs) the area. Um, Idrisil stays outside, but goes back to the back door and walks in that way. (laughs) Okay. Just meet him in the middle. All right. Tim Tam, how long have you been in masonry? The name's Tim Tam, you That's idiot. What you said. What'd you say? You said Tim Tim Zoner. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> Only we called use that word. <laughs> Pizza, <die>. <laughs> <laughs> I've been you... in masonry all my life, which looks to be about three times as long as you've ever been alive, little pitsqueak. <gasps> That's not very nice. Be nice. I get a little cranky when my cookie time well, is interrupted. Have your cookies. Nobody's stopping you. I cannot enjoy my excellent little buttery peanut cookies with a stupid smelly dwarf threatening me to come in and some strange threatening half-elf who keeps looking in the back of my place and then this weird accusatory gnome. Did you say peanut and butter? Yes! Those sound lovely. <laughs> Do you have an extra? Make a diplomacy roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 18. I may have some for you for the, for a gnome's palate. But no milk. <laughs> yeah, I don't want your stupid cookies. Come with me. And he uh, lets Xanner uh, into a back room. Xanner follows. All right. Keep an eye on that little fucker, Xanner. I'm not that bad. 
dead. Not you. <laughs> you are fine. You're great even. <laughs> and you guys start to enjoy some cookies. <laughs> Sildren, you open up the side door and in comes... Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> comes Idrisil. Uh, Idrisil and Sildren can both make a perception rolls, please. A uh, total of 20. Still pretty good. Mm. I mean, I have plus 11, so... Oh, that's why. Yeah. <clears throat> I got lots of perception. Uh, I got 26. Ooh. Sorry, 27. 27. Uh, what do your elven eyes see? <laughs> Sildren, you are able to see some of the smeared blood that comes into this stonemason shop. The shop has a little, uh, um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, 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 shoot, cemetery headstones. A bunch of little headstones that he's working on and chiseling. Some really poor sculptures of a lot of human women holding urns. Uh, for some bizarre reason. And then he's got some uh, store names and house names that he's chiseling. So those kind of things. Uh, it's more of a workshop than a store. Anyways, you can see some of this blood coming through. It starts to fade, but then Idrisil gets low on his hands and knees and you can start to see more uh, of this blood that's been, again, smeared around and tried to be tried to have been cleaned up. Idrisil, without even stopping a beat, you just open a small little cupboard and point in there without looking and you keep going. Uh, Sildren, you look in the cupboard and you can see there's a uh, mop in there with blood all over it. Oh. And Idrisil, you keep going and the blood ends in the middle of this workshop area uh, and disappears beneath a rug, a thick rug. Sildren. What do you see? What's in that closet? A mop. A blood-soaked mop. I think there's a trap door in here. Let's, let's look. Pull back the rug. You pull it back. You can see there is indeed no trap door. There is... There's no trap door. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there is a uh, big pool of blood here. And I dive in and go swim. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a sea of blood. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, mostly dried. It's kind of smudgy and syrupy right about this point. It's been a while. Should we go talk to the shop owner about this? Definitely. And I, I, <coughs> sorry. No, go ahead. And I can do other things. Like, look, I can lift rocks when I do this color. And when I go purple, I can detect magic. For the third time, I don't care. Idrisil walks into the room kind of... Firmly but gently pushes Xanar out of the way and pushes the gnome up against the wall. Okay. What are you doing? What did you do here? I'm... All right. I'll be honest. I was out of peanuts. <laughs> I take out my dagger. <laughs> what? Put it on his knife. On, on his... No! <laughs> on my Not on my knife! <laughs> it's a Not sword fight! <laughs> Not tip to tip! Not tip to tip! You call that a knife. Uh, no, I stick it at his neck. What? Don't! Yeah, there's, there's, there's some coins in a box! We've seen the blood, Tim Tam. I just point my other hand back to the room. We've seen the mop. What? We've seen underneath the rug. Xana, go look back there and you'll see what you don't want to see. Xanar, as you sadly step away, sadly biting a cookie, uh, you realize you did detect magic within 30 feet of you. Yes. 
<laughs> part of part of what we're doing. Uh, Xander will sadly walk backwards. Um, and when he sees the rug, will continue to detect All right. magic again. You continue to detect, and you do detect something, and it is right there on the floor. And as you get close, your detect magic triggers uh, a magical message that has been uh, inscribed on the floor. Oh. That reads, we'll find out after these commercial breaks. Back inside the back room is Tim Tam. You can take the coins that are in a wooden That's box. That's enough out of you, Tam. That's all I have. You're going to tell us everything you know about what happened to Olnir and Brennan. Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> Don't correct me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interrogating someone here. <laughs> Make an intimidation roll plus two. Told you. It's good tiff, bad tiff. Plus two? Yes. Uh, natural one. I'm going to use a hero. All point. right. Rerolling. Rerolling. Okay. <laughs> this is great. Plus two, that's a total of seven. <laughs> well, that knife doesn't look particularly just sharp. In my hand. <laughs> He's just flicking your knife. <laughs> I just nervously turned to Sildren. <laughs> You've got sharper chiseling tools than that. If you're going to threaten someone, use something menacing. Here, try you this one. <laughs> <laughs> you get the point, okay? Tell us what you know. Please. You, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind too much. Please, the others are watching. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a god, okay? Don't embarrass me, okay? Just tell me something. Anything. Uh, I Realizing it's not really having any effect, I kind of put my dagger back away <laughs> and keep a grip on him, but loosen it a tiny bit and just say, Tim Tam, you obviously know something about what happened here. Enough of the games, enough of the cookies, enough of the lies. Okay. You want to play a staring game on a on a podcast? I will win. <laughs> Roll a d twenty. <laughs> we can just pause the recording for ten minutes. The listeners will never know. But you just don't tell me. <laughs> I mix in later. Idrisa blinks first. <laughs> uh, never mess with the DM. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of trying to feign uh, intimidation. Obviously, yeah. until is it is it is that a tear? Are you crying? I've had enough of this. And Sildren grabs Tim Tam by ah, the hair ah. and starts basically bodily dragging him oh, to the back room where the blood is. That's the front workshop area. Sure. All right, you take <laughs> him out there where Xanner has is reading a magical message on the ground that fades once you stop detecting magic and you detect magic again. The message appears. And you have to uh, ask Iggy to stop standing on it. Yeah, uh, Iggy was definitely. <laughs> no, no, look at that. Look I'm, at I'm sorry. There you go. in the blood now. Uh, the message reads The slavers are dead, so the wolves stand watch. Watch yourself, traveler. You almost missed your chance to hop on the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash ingloriousbards to download exclusive character creations, storyboards, and new adventures you might have missed. 
The slavers are dead, so the wolves stand watch. Who are the wolves? And once Sildren gets there, he will basically, like, push him forward and then kick the gnome um, so, ah. so that he goes, like, face first into where the dried blood is uh. um, and just says, speak. Make an intimidation plus three roll. Show Idrisil how it's done. <laughs> five. Total <laughs> <laughs> five? You guys need help, baby. Desperately. <laughs> you found my jelly. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What is this? This is totally uncalled for and rude. You're going to answer him right now. Oh, now you've made him intimidate you. You don't want that. <laughs> Well, this ought to be good. He should have started with him. <laughs> he turns around, still sitting on the ground. All right, terrify me yourself, now, dwarf. Let's see what you have. Xander will attempt to uh, cast fear on him. Okay. Which is a I think it's a save. It's a will save. Yeah. All right, I'm making a roll for him <laughs> right now. Which critically succeed. With his will. Uh, he got a total of 20. Oh uh, it is a DC of 19. Yeah. So that is a success. Damn. Are you casting magic? No, no fire in here. So it, if these stones can go up like that. If he succeeded, the target is frightened one. Oh, I'm a little frightened still. <laughs> I'm still a little frightened on that one. Xander made the shadows darker and made his voice deeper. And Tim Tam, I told you this I told is you important what for you. To answer correctly, lives are at stake, stake, stake. <laughs> I told you you changed <laughs> Well, shit, I can't do better than that. <laughs> yeah, you just see Idris some reverb on it. Yeah. ears just kind of fall uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Xander, make an intimidation plus one roll. 25. Yeah. I just share a shamed look with uh, <laughs> Idrisil. I grab a cookie. And just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, also, there's a rare ability we have never, ever done that uses your burning, what is it, theme? What is uh, it? It's, you, yeah, so it uses my blood magic. Blood magic. He's, he's already good with fire and it has an interrogation bonus, I believe. Intimidation bonus. Intimidation bonus, correct. When you successfully cast a bloodline spell or spelled from your bloodline using your elemental magic, it gives you uh, plus one to intimidate. So, yeah, mm -hmm. let's say you cast fear and then from your left hand, you throw out like a little produced flame against a stone thing, giving you another plus one. So, what would that make your total roll? 26. Jeez. All right. You're just this fiery god <laughs> looming over him all three and a half feet tall as he's sitting there. He says, all right, all right, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, there was, there was, the man was, was, was killed here, right here in this very blood I'm sitting in, as you probably know. Now we can see that. Stop eating my cookies. <laughs> These are pretty good, I gotta say. You are monsters! You monsters! <laughs> I found this milk over in the cupboard. <laughs> oh, no. Is that goat's milk? <laughs> Tam Tam, did you kill him? No. Who did? I'm not a killer, I'm a lover. <laughs> <laughs> this is in your shop! 
This message is in your shop. Who did this? It was a man. He... 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 He came in through the back or snuck in or somehow or was waiting. I, I don't know. All I know is this man came out of the back and distracted and, uh, uh, uh d distracted, uh, Bernard and, uh, then attacked. I thought I was gone for it and Bernard suddenly had his throat cut and blood was everywhere. He, uh, uh threatened me. Said if I was uh, in with these guards, I said no, and uh, uh, drew in the blood, and then he left, and I couldn't have a, a, a body in my workshop, so I, I took it out and, and very cleverly left no trail. Wait. You're not very clever. Why, why, so why was Bernard in your shop in the first place? I don't know. He was shopping. <laughs> For what? <laughs> it looks like you make tombstones and signs. What did he have? What did he have need for either of those things? He 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 wanted some tombstones. That sounds right. Yes. And I get right. Iggy, Iggy gets right in his face. You need to start telling the truth. I've been telling you lots of truths. Why was he? Sh he was not shopping for tombstones. Why was he here? And you're going to answer me this time. There's going to be more blood on the floor. Speaking of tombstones, this is about the time Yathane comes in and lands on top of one. All right. <clears throat> and then it's like. Its claws are like digging uh, into the yeah, tombstone yeah. a little bit. Not it, she. She, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Especially creepy because all the doors and windows were closed. <laughs> <laughs> Done, done, done. All right, uh, I'll tell you, just ease off. Dwarf. Bernard was asking for money. Money for what? He comes in from time to time. The money, the... He was shaking you down? Yes. That sounds right. Mm, did you give him money? Uh, yes. I always pay. What was going to happen? What would happen if you didn't pay? Uh, he would uh, beat me up, I'm sure. Is that good enough? Who left the message? The white-haired fellow who killed him. Was he an old man? No. Was the white-haired guy that we saw... In the intro? Yes. Was he old? No. Oh, I will describe that man. Okay. Is... That could be him. <clears throat> and you had no idea he was in your shop? I had no clue. Apparently anyone thinks they can just come in through my back door. You're gonna mind your tongue. Did or you? I'll take it. Tam Tam, did you know there was a message here? Did you say Tam Tam? No, I said Tam Tam. Okay, Sonner. You did fire. <laughs> right here. Did you know this message was here? No. I thought he was uh, 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 testing the blood or, 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 or smearing the blood or taking some blood. I didn't see any message till just now. Who else is supposed to see this? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to reach out to the guards or something. I don't know. I don't know any of this. 
This is your last chance, Tim Tam. My friends are very impatient. Don't make me do this again. <laughs> it just still takes his dagger out and it just flops. <laughs> it's his trick dagger and <laughs> my rubber dagger. He says, I see guards from time to time. They they come in here and and payments are, are, are exchanged and I've never had anyone killed here before. I didn't kill him. That I swear, I'm no killer. Uh, Ignol's gonna go up to the tombstone that he was working on. All right. It's like half finished. Yes. He's gonna pick it up and throw it. No, 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 no. Hold on before you throw. How about you put that down? <laughs> how about you tell us all of the truth that you know? That has taken me many hours to craft. And it will take me seconds to destroy. Make it intimidation plus four. Ooh. A 30? What? <laughs> you said plus four. You rolled a 20, right? I rolled an 18. Okay. It's not even a 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> he stands up, straight his shirt, and he says, there's this guy named Thehorn, and he uh, has an agreement with me, and I, 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 I take care of the guards and I make sure they understand to uh, stay out of the northern part of Tabernary and importantly for, for, uh, um, what the heck was his name? Damn it! Uh, for Retho, uh, Sergeant Retho and his men at the, uh, at the southeast gate that uh, any of, of, of Thayhorn's, uh, deliveries that come through the gate, uh, go unaccosted. And so we can uh, get whatever goods uh, come through. And these are rough fellows. I wouldn't recommend tangling with them. And I arrange, I arrange payments. There's nothing wrong with that. I make sure payments are made. I didn't kill him. How do you contact Thayhorn? Uh, How does he contact you? Well, he drops by and delivers some coins. When's the last time he was here? Mm, two weeks ago. I should be expecting another payment soon, though I've heard there's been some trouble up north in Tavernry. And who are the wolves? The wolves? I don't know any wolves. <laughs> Staring at each other. Glaring <laughs> at each other. <coughs> Is that 30 still in effect? <laughs> <laughs> How many sentences is that with the duration of that 30? Intimidation. <laughs> There is a priest in the square who was talking about the wolves and how they are a detriment to the city. He hung two people that I personally saw killed in the low house block. This is another message about the wolves standing watch. Is that who the white haired guy was? Well, one, that sounds pretty stupid to hang someone who's already dead. And two, I don't care. You see, I knew that. He said the same thing I did. It was stupid. Sorry, keep going. I'm done. I'm done with all of this. No, I'm done with not. you. You're not done until I say. Yes, sir. You're done. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Holding it up high. <laughs> you have no other way to contact Thayhorn? No, he, he or one of his people come. I don't ask questions. Money is brought and delivered in a sack, and I'm told to pay the, the three guards, and the three guards get their payment, and everything's been good until now when I've got a, a body, a body in my workshop. And who are the three guards? 
It's uh, Sergeant Retho and uh, his uh, men. Uh, um, uh, Bernard, as you know, and then there's another one, uh, O'Neill. Hmm. If you get contacted again by Thehorn, you're going to let us know. Oh, I will absolutely come find you and let you know. And you won't mention us? I will absolutely not tell anyone about you in any way. You can contact us through Peg. At Peg's Tavern? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Don't screw with us. Now let's gently put that down. I'm going to put it down, but not don't want to let it drop like six inches. Okay. Oh! Okay. We'll lead you. We'll let you be. Have a good day, sir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you leave him sitting in blood, almost in tears, cookie-less. <laughs> and milkless. You guys leave. You're outside and walking away from the, the stonemason shop. It's called the Second Stone, if that matters at all. It's the name outside. So Retho's in on it. These wolves are keep coming up. Mm-hmm. It's like the intro to the season all over again. We've got to figure out who's responsible for these guys. I think we should go and find that white-haired guy again. He seems to be the actual murderer. And if we bring him in, then that will stop everything. Where are we going to find him? Well, we saw him once. Yeah, on the bridge. It's a shame he got away. You saw him on the, on the other side, remember? Yeah, right after we took care of everything. So let's go to the other side. He can't be that far. How many other people here have white hair? Mm, well, like half the population is old people. But he's not old. But you asked how many people could have white hair. This isn't Sun City, Arizona. I don't, want to. <laughs> I don't know half the population. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> okay, well, it's getting late. Do you want to go over there now? Golf carts just going by repeatedly. I think, <laughs> I think if he's been around and, he, and if he's noticeable, then Vinali may have some information. She might know about the wolves. She might know about this white-haired character, and she might get us to set up something so that we can trap him. Maybe we could get some information from uh, Rathos. Rathos? Yeah. He might know him too. I think if we go to him without him knowing what we now know, just play it cool, might. Uh, or we do tell him what we know. We and could interrogate. We'll bribe the shit out listen, of him. Interrogation hasn't worked out for out me this episode, so. <laughs> we should probably let the people who are good at That's it. That's what I'm saying. Either interrogate or I'll just, you know, I'll try to. Smooth talker. I don't want to say that I'm a hobnobber, but I will let my character sheet say that I'm a hobnobber. It literally says that. (laughs) I can talk to people pretty good. Idrisil's just taking out his deadly dagger, pressing it into his hand. It's just a stage knife. (laughs) Uh, Can't intimidate at all. Right. (laughs) Maya! (laughs) 25 gold pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go go talk to that little shit guard. He didn't say it was a plus one. He said it was a magical (laughs) (laughs) one. 
All right. All right, let's go. Let's go you talk to Reth, though. The southeast guard? Yep. Gate yep. guard uh, tower? Yes. All right. You guys head there. It's around 10 p.m. It's late. There is a guard again who's leaning against the guard tower. It's very quiet. No one's coming or going at the gate. The gate's actually uh, mostly closed, slightly ajar. And he sees you coming and he kind of straightens up. The gate is ajar. <laughs> and he said, What? What? What do you want? You're back again? Go get a retho. All right. Hold on. Sergeant! And you hear, Hold on. I'll be right there. And you hear the clang of metal and the straps and buckles being put on and a shield clattering to the floor loudly and a sword being dropped and then sheathed. And then the door opens and out stands a slightly handsome, fair-skinned man. And it is Sergeant Retho. Hello again. Let us speak. I thought somewhere. you were about to say, let us pray. I did too. I was a little worried. Let us speak somewhere privately. We have information. Um, well, it's just come on inside then. Stay out here, he says to us, the guard. We'll go in and Sildren closes the door behind him. All right. The investigators from the Senate and I are going to have a chat. <laughs> and he smiles proudly and lets you close the door. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have much to offer you. A couple stools and a table. We don't have much finery here, but you're welcome to get cozy. There's a bit of a fire. Children will start looking for cookies and milk. There, there's, there's not a dearth of cookies and milk. We've got some old stew from uh, earlier this evening. It's not much, but you're welcome to it. I can't stomach it after a while. It just so like pointedly stays at the door. All right. Okay, Rathos, we met Tim Tam. He had a whole interesting story about you and Bernard and O'Neer. He said that you have been collecting payments from Thayhorn and that you may know information about the White Wolves. So the whole let's not tell him what we know thing, that's... <laughs> There's a window and it's going out far <laughs> out that window. Yeah. It just it's just like staring like what? <laughs> He's done this before, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I talk to people yeah. all the time. Well, it sounds like you're quite accusatory, and I don't care for that. Really? Yes. Will you explain to me? And everyone here, please. How you know Tim Tam? Did I say that I did know Tim Tam? Cut the shit. He Wait. spilled his guts. Make an intimidation roll plus wage. So is at the door. Plus three. Literally. <laughs> uh, 24. God dang, you guys. That's good. <laughs> I... I all right, I, I know Tim Tam. We have an arrangement. Many guards have arrangements. Pay isn't, pay isn't strong here in Tavernry. There's a certain lifestyle I'm accustomed to. I like certain fineries. He shows his shiny, clean um, banded armor. And so there's nothing. The captain, I'm sure she has her own gifts that she receives. I don't see why I'm 
uh, guilty of anything. I didn't kill anyone, and I don't see why I'm on trial at all here. Oh, I'm not here for trial. Oh, good. I'm Just here to execution. warn you, you're about to die. <laughs> I'm about to die. There was an arrangement, right? There was a payment arrangement that you were getting from Thayhorn. So was O'Neer's. So was Bernard. They're both dead. Uh-huh. You're next. Um, I'm afraid not. I'm quite handy with the sword. Are you? Yes. And the other two were not? Why, well, they were simpletons, old man and a drunkard. You'll be uh, interested to know, then, that the blood that Bernard spilled all over the floor yes. was enchanted with a message. It just lifts up the bottom of his boots and shows him some of the glowing <laughs> blood. <laughs> the slavers are dead, so the wolves stand watch. Good or not, that's magic, and that can beat any sword. I imagine, if my math is correct, you're going to be dead within the fortnight. Really? Perhaps even by tomorrow. That's less than a fortnight? It is. Hmm. I make it a, I don't know, make a, diplo like a diplomacy roll. You're not trying to deceive. Ooh, that's a natural one, and I feel really diplomatic right now. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to take this one. next roll no matter what. That is a 26. Way better. He says, well, that sounds that sounds just dreadful. I certainly don't want to die. My sister's in town. How would that look? <laughs> uh, uh, you are you are from the city of Mirskan. You're official representatives of the kingdom. You're sure. paid. You're paid to protect. Protect me. Tell us what you know, and we can protect you. Well, I'm. Otherwise, we have no reason to. I I receive money. I have some of my men look the other way when certain wagons come through the gate. <clears throat> it's pretty simple. No, no one's harmed, and it's been an arrangement for almost a year. How do you know which wagons to let through? It's the wagons that have a red, uh, it's a red uh, a cloak, a red towel, a red flag. There's normally something red that's easily displayed on the wagon that gathers my attention to know that that and one gets what, passed. What are in those wagons? What uh, are you letting into this city? I don't know, uh, I'm not to ask, but I have uh, heard voices inside from people, and I'm guessing they're bringing in perhaps some troublemakers, some miscreants, but um, they've so far or, been- Or slaves? I should hope not, but I don't think so. I can't imagine that would be the case. The, the slavers would be bringing in slaves? I don't know of any slavers. Bayhorn? Bayhorn is a businessman of some sort, and I, I think I think the arrangement has been fair. What do you know of a man with white hair? I know of no man with white hair. Magic casters or otherwise? I don't know many magic casters, if any, except for the weird girls that have arrived at the mayor's place. More importantly. What are you going to do to protect me if I'm going to die in four nights? Well, that's an excellent question. We're going to put you in prison. 
Uh, that, no, I think the guard tower here would be the safer spot. They're Not very defensible. Notice how many wagons come right through here without any detection whatsoever of all the assassins inside of them. What an interesting predicament you're in. You need to be locked up, kept safe in a stone room behind bars so that no one can get to you. Xan, not Xanner, I'm sorry, Iggy, you nod down a uh, spiral staircase where you've poked your head and you can see there is a cell down there that they have. It's not big, but it's a troublemaker little cell they have down there. Yeah. If that's of use. I think I, uh, I just found a place for you to hide. No, this sounds like a terrible idea. We can, we can fortify this place. I can have another extra guard brought out for double duty outside, or I have another idea. You <clears throat> can take the guest room in my house. My sister will take my bedroom, and then I will stand guard, and we can guard my house for the next four nights, as you predict. And we will catch the killers red-handed. That's not going to work for us. You should probably go downstairs here. Hang on a second. Maybe it's a nice house. <laughs> Actually, I have I have heard worse ideas. Where do you live? Some from this very group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live not far from here. North or south? Uh, Northeast-ish? Hmm? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Why does that matter? Are you checking me on Zillow? I don't understand. No, I... Here's my concern. The... The white-haired man was the one who was described as the one who killed Bernard. I've seen him myself. And you... he was in the Northeast area. He was near the low block. I feel that if we're close to him... He would not think to look for you just at home, unless he knows you live there. Does he know that you live there? Uh, but there's another factor. I, I just can't leave my post for four days. The city is counting on me to do my duties as a guard. By sitting in here and doing nothing? Taking bribes. I manage a very delicate system of who is outside and who is not at any given time. <laughs> Well, it's important for you to remember. We tried. Oh, well. <laughs> we're investigators. We're not defenders. We don't protect you. That's you are not, not our defenders job. of the kingdom of Navarre? Oh, we're defenders of quite a bit more, but we are not personal defenders of you. You have guards. You are a guard. So good luck. Wait, wait, wait. You seem to forget one important thing. I have coin. And perhaps we could make an arrangement where you do protect me for these, uh, four nights that you said. <laughs> you seem to not understand the caliber of people that we are. You do not know the coin that I have. I am speaking of one gold for each of you per night. Idrisil perks up and walks towards him. <clears throat> and is he... Uh, showing coin, or is he just saying? No, I'm just saying. Uh, Idrisil walks up towards him. Here's a man who understands business. And he looks at him right in the eye and says, you've already traded coin for life. We are not so simple. Socks him in the eye. Also, one gold per night is horse shit. That's not very much. 
<laughs> like the, we cost the much more than that. <laughs> like the, we're above this. But not a company. <laughs> for the right prize. That's 10-time laborer's salary. I'm sure it's... Do we look like laborers? I'm, I'm sure it's uh, equal to what you would get paid to be investigating. Stay here in town. You you will double your salary. First of all, your job's going to be basically automated in five years, so you can keep that coin. You're going to need it. Secondly, we are not simpletons. We are the defenders... Of? Of Edlin Home and Navarre and all that encompass this land. You're defender of the entire kingdom of Navarre and specifically the small town of Edmund Home. The town of 200 souls. <laughs> That's just rather <laughs> odd, but all right. It is the capital of our hearts. <laughs> May not be the capital of Navarre. Gain a hero point for that. The capital of our, of our hearts. hearts. That's an episode name. <laughs> Better than Fantasyland Costco. Can I, yes. can I gain an intimidation point for it or something? No. He says, look, it, it would probably start to break the bank, but I could up that price to two gold per person per day. That is a total, if my math is correct, of eight gold for each of you for four days work. All, so you, all you have to do is sit here in this small 20 by 20 stone enclosure for four days. It just so rolls his eyes, turns to Iggy and says, all he cares about is coin. You can take care of this. And I just walk away from him, back to the door. Oh. Well? Sildren's like, it's not gonna go good for you. That's uh, more coin for the three of you, then. We're not going to guard you. We haven't made that clear. Why wouldn't you? You are representatives of the kingdom. I am a representative of the kingdom in a way, kind of, wouldn't you say? You're no. sergeant of the guard. That's kingdom-ish. We're investigators, and we have an idea of who we're going after. You're just one step in the way, and hopefully, if you help us and don't get in our way, we can catch him before he catches you. Good night! <laughs> and he watches Xander leave, and Idrisil goes with him. You seem displeased, Idrisil. Yeah, I just, I basically turn to Iggy and say, we're not getting anywhere with this. This guy only cares about, I'm sorry. <clears throat> we're not getting anywhere with this. This guy only cares about gold. Yeah. Not a terrible thing to care about, but not this way. I care more about by the lives of slaves. To let's come in here. You guys head out. Yep. <clears throat> sure. I guess. You leave him chatting with his guard outside, very worriedly chatting and trying to figure something out. And where do you guys head off to? Do we want to speak to Vinali? Probably tomorrow morning, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I kind of want to see the route where the what, like the the gate at which where all the wagons are coming in to see kind of the frequency of the, uh, I guess, shipments or something. So just like, is it? And actually, I have another idea as well. Yeah. Let's follow, um, Ratho home tonight. Mm-hmm. Yathanek could do that. Yeah. Uh, Yath and I could keep track of him while we mm. follow at a near oh, right, right. distance. Okay. That's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, I really like that. Um, I was just thinking he obviously knows 
something, as I always think someone knows something. <laughs> <laughs> he he's just you know it's like it's not just the the gold thing. It's like he is way too persistent on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm he you know I'm just thinking we need to see the route of all these wagons and kind of. Uh, well, it, it is night, so I don't yeah. think any more wagons are coming in. Yeah. So let's let's yeah, uh, yeah. post we'll up. Good idea. Yeah. So the next day, yeah. So let's so we're gonna post up. Um, keep an eye open for when Raytho leaves tonight, and then uh, Yathane will kind of follow him, and then we'll follow Yathane. Okay. At a near distance, you know, maybe just just in sight of him, but like making it very stealthy. So. All right, you guys uh, are hiding in the shadows, alleyways, uh, half a block, a block inside the city, of, uh, inside past the gate, and you wait about 45 minutes later, uh, a guard comes trotting quickly to the guardhouse and goes inside about 20 minutes later, that guard goes back outside and swaps positions with the more ornery guard that was there. And then that ornery guard and Sergeant Retho uh, leave the guard and gatehouse and start walking towards uh, inside the city itself, yeah. uh, the town of Tavernry. Walks right past you guys and I need, um, you guys, you really just need one person. Who's gonna be the one person keeping eyes on this? Uh, yeah, I would Sildren? say Sildren because of Yathanae. All right, Sildren, make a stealth roll. Actually, Sildren, don't make a stealth roll. That's a hidden roll that I make. Actually, it's happening right now. Go ahead and make a stealth roll. <laughs> who's, who's, who's gaming this? Go Man, ahead. we should have bought that. Go ahead and make the uh, roll. Roll again. Invisibility. Did you roll natural 20? I don't know what you rolled. It's a pretty, pretty solid roll. I'm going to use a hero point. <laughs> I rolled a two this time. I had rolled a 15 uh, when I was originally told to go ahead and roll. But that's okay. We'll just roll again. <sighs> 12 total. Total of 12? Total of 12. All right. You are hiding in the shadows. Your friends are behind you in an alleyway trying to stay away. It's getting a little late. It's around 11 o'clock. And then you uh, motion, you motion, you motion. Someone kicks Iggy. And you guys uh, stand up and you see the ornery guard and Sergeant Retho uh, walk by. The ornery guard kind of looks back in your general direction. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And you disappear back into the alleyway. I definitely know who my next character is going to (laughs) be. And after a while, uh, you let him go some distance and you're sending Yathane to follow, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, Yathane is doing big, wide circles over the neighborhood and you lose sight of Yathane, but then every so often you see the bird and it's moving and you're able to slowly follow them without at all being seen. Right. Um, as long as Yathane can hold. What's Yathane's perception? She is plus seven. Plus seven? Make a roll for Yathane. Make two rolls, one perception and one stealth. Uh, perception first. That'll be a total of 18. Okay. And for stealth, that will be a total of 18. All right. I'm sorry, 17 for stealth. And then what is your goal with the following? Do you want to have line of sight so you can see? Are you trying to get to a destination with it? What's the goal? I want to have, I'm suspicious that he may get attacked. Okay. So I would sort of, I, I, I would ideally like to have line of sight of him most of the time. Okay. Um, so that I can see what he's doing, see what he's about, um, and then 
it's wherever he gets to is wherever he gets to. All right. So kind of dual, dual goal of knowing where he's going, but the primary goal is to kind of watch him in case he gets attacked by the white-haired fellow um, or, you know, whatever he's up to. Okay. He starts if he meets with anybody or anything like that, we should know that. All right, he starts making his way a little bit northeast of here, not to the north part of town, as you thought, Xanar, just northeast of his southeast guardhouse. So he's not going far. The guard he's with, they get into some sort of argument, and the guard uh, throws his hands up in frustration and walks away uh, down another road. Sergeant Retho is standing in the middle of this poorly lit road, kind of looks around, looks up at some strange little flying shape way up in the dark sky. <laughs> looks around, sees a young couple walking the opposite direction and walks over to them. And you're far away watching this. I'm you, getting a little bit closer. You're going to have to make stealth rolls if you get closer. That's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, Idrisol's definitely What is your stealth? I need to know your stealth now. I thought you had all of the things I normally you've told do. me. You can tell me. You can tell me <laughs> I've been told that you have everything that I don't need to tell you. I'm plus seven. Okay. You <laughs> now plus closer. six for my sass. <laughs> uh, and what about your friends? I don't know. Uh, Idrisil's going. I'm a plus nine. Xander will also sneak. Ignal's pretty good at stealth, um, but also thinking about following the Henri guard. Okay. I'm cool with that. Is I'm that split wanted. off here and follow him? Be careful. Yeah. All send right. your bird. I... Send Yothane if you need help. Yeah, I'm going to ask Sildren. Do. do you want to split up? Arrow for each person? Let's, let's let Iggy handle okay. himself. Cool. Okay. The three of you are sneaking up to try and get within earshot range, whereas Iggy, you have uh, cut off left yep. toward following the uh, or more ornery, ornery mm -hmm. guard. Sildren, you can hear Sergeant Retho getting into some argument and yelling at the young couple. They appear to just be walking down the road, and as you get closer, he says, oh, that's... That's certainly not allowed. There's a curfew that's been issued, and uh, you uh, must come with me. Follow me. And they're like, "Well, we don't understand. No, it's it's it just happened. It just happened like an hour ago. Follow me." And he pushes these confused young couple forward and is pushing them down the road, all the while looking over his shoulder behind him and looking up and looking in alleyways as he goes by. And off the three of those people walk. <laughs> uh, yeah, Idrisil just makes concerned looks at uh, Xander and Sildren. Almost like he knows we're following him. Creating some sort of disturbance. So we'll keep on doing that. Okay. <laughs> he walks and walks and he gets uh, to a house and stops and then says, uh, you know what, on second thought, uh, you seem to be good people. As long as you head home straight away, uh, there won't be any trouble. Go along. The young couple seem very confused. I said, go along. And off they go. And he opens the door, closes the door, and closes curtains, and turns down some lights to his house. They basically went out. Okay. Uh, yeah, Idrisil turns to Sildren and just says, I think he was using them as protection. Yeah. Agreed. We should go meet up with Iggy. Yep. Agreed. Hang on. Just one one thing. How close are we to the house? 
As close as you want to be. I'm going to get right up, right up <clears throat> beside it, just beside the door, and okay. detect magic. Okay. Just what what can I find to see if there's anything nearby? All right. Another blood stain. <laughs> he just hears on the other side. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little purple nightlight outside his window. <laughs> Xanar, you detect no magic. You detect no magic. Your friends are waving you on, so you stop casting it, and then you detect magic right as you stop. Magic has just entered within 30 feet. Oh, shit. You guys, I just got something. He comes running. <laughs> running back over to you guys across the street. <laughs> I just started detecting magic just now. Do you know if it was coming from in the house or outside. Give me another minute. <laughs> Detect magic some more. Okay, make a perception roll. Let's get in there. Oh, nice. That's a 21. Ooh, a 21. You hear a closing uh, latch or door from up above. You do detect magic within 30 feet. Okay. From inside? Within 30 Just feet. Just within 30 uh, feet. The, the door not... noise, was would it, would it be muffled? Uh, no, it was above, not muffled. I hear something above us, and I am detecting magic. This is Xana running back across uh, the street to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's over here. So for me, uh, okay. Not necessarily inside the house. Um, is there a way for Idrisil to get to the second floor outside and see inside maybe a window. Sure. There's some uh, wooden awning type things. There's some old rotten crates on the side. You can kind of climb up a little bit and try to do that. Scramble up. All right, make an athletics roll. He quietly starts scaling up the side of the building. That is a very nice 23. 23 quickly does it. He gets up there and Yoffin is just sitting there. As it goes, flutters her wings. I give her a nice pet and wish her well. I've been here. I've been here. (laughs) I could have done this. Your wings are slow. (laughs) And you are uh, sitting on a kind of a fat uh, gardening box Mm -hmm. window windowsill type thing. And there is uh, uh, wooden shutters right there that you're next to, and you're trying to listen for something you said? Yeah, I'm like trying to see, I'm trying to keep myself uh, it's, it's stealth. Wooden, wooden shutters are closed, so you can't see through it. Okay, then I'll like lean up against the press glass if I can, and okay. see if I can hear anything. Make a perception roll. Any type of noise, um, smell, anything I can get. Perception. Over here. Oh, nice. It's a 15. You, oh, 15. No, it's more than that. No. You, you rolled a 17. Rolled a 17. I thought I rolled a 15. No, mm-hmm. 17 plus your perception. Plus, oh, seven, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, 26. <laughs> That's a huge, <laughs> huge, huge we, gotta, we really got to keep our eye on that. <laughs> Thankfully, he's cheating in the wrong direction. Right. <laughs> you hear a muffled scream of a woman and a slamming door. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I jump down and immediately uh, call for them to come towards the front door. Okay. And I'm like standing at the front door. You're at the front door. He's waving you guys over quickly. Okay. Santa runs on. over and uh, 
starts pounding on the door. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to try and kick it open. I was going to be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> You'd just be stunned there standing like a gnome in a garden. Uh, <laughs> Every time! Uh, you're knocking on the door. Knocking on the door. All right. There is no response. Well, that was one time. <laughs> the elder will try to kick it in. All right. Make an athletics roll. Wow. Wow. Uh, I rolled Carmodic a dice. It's a two. You rolled. Uh, I have only one more. He just starts if kicking over door, and over. Yeah. If, if you don't Thumbs. do it, Idris is getting in. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I'm kicking the door in. All right. If he doesn't, I will. Stand aside. Idrisil comes over. Uh, Plus yeah, with a total of 20. All right. With a big kick, you smash the door partway open, and a second kick sends it splintered. You're going to owe him a door, and you know how he is with money. <laughs> uh, the door. <laughs> I loosen that up for you. <laughs> <laughs> the door comes flying open. You guys go charging in, all action packed. Meanwhile, there's just a boring street with a dwarf whistling yeah. alone on the other neighborhood far away. Yeah. Back in the house. You guys go inside. <laughs> uh, I'm up the stairs before you can blink. All right. It is dark. You hear um, a scrambling of Idrisil as he goes up the stairs, yeah. stumbling just once or twice, but making his way up. So how far at this point? Uh, well, how long has it been at this point? Since Iggy? Yeah. Uh, maybe 10 minutes. Okay. So you could be anywhere yeah. at this point. Okay. Uh, just call his number. I was about to say. I'll just page him. I'll just Actually, page him. If, only we had a... uh, if he's running straight up, I'm uh, Xander's going to follow him up to the window that he was peering through. Okay. Open it up, and I'm going to throw a fireball in the si in the sky. My produce flame, I can throw it straight up, and I can throw it a lot. How far can you throw it? Produce flame is what you're talking about. Right? Produce flame, correct. I have 60 feet of range. <laughs> All right. He just shoots a cone of fire into the air. <laughs> <laughs> right, Xander, you go. Uh, Edersil's up the stairs first. He goes up. You can hear some sounds of scuffling, struggling. Edersil heads left towards the sound. Xander, you go up the stairs, head right, and uh, push open the wooden shutters. They're latched. You flip the latch. You push open the shutters. There's a door that opens up right next to you. You slam it closed, knocking the woman back inside the small cupboard. You then stick your hand out. You throw up a, a fire that goes flying up uh, 60 feet. There's about 10, 15 feet of building above you, so it's about 30, 40 feet of extra height. And we need a perception roll of just 22 or higher <laughs> from Iggy just to hear, see it. Uh, 17. 17. Oh. Iggy, you see some sort of light off in the distance of a neighborhood, but you can't make out yep. exactly what it is, and you are none the wiser. Idrisil! And uh, Sildren's I, following Idrisil. Up the stairs? Okay. Yeah. We yeah. probably should have discussed that signal <laughs> in the future. Ignal <laughs> <laughs> did, did Mention Yathane, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I take out my sword. need her. I take out my short sword. Okay. And I'm looking for the door with the most noise. Uh, you're outside a bedroom door, and you can hear breaking of uh, some glass inside there. And your sword is out, and right behind you is the druid. What do you have in your hand, children? You don't want to know. No. Um, <laughs> He's just got a bird sitting on Sword it. and staff. Sword and staff. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Full two towers on this right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Straight up. I say nothing. I look at Sildren, I smirk, and I kick the door open again. <laughs> 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 
Make a kicking door <laughs> roll, please. They, they don't lock in the inside. <laughs> right, this means nothing. Ooh, that's, that's a, a 16 with no modifiers. What's your athlete? And oh, athletics. Okay, uh, 22. Yeah. All right, and by the way, anyone listening, you know it's a good roll whenever he goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally either ooh or uh. <laughs> There's you, no in between. You smash the door open unnecessarily. It goes sliding open. There's splinters again. You see in this room there is a lamp that has been knocked over. There is some fire and about a four-foot-wide splatter of oil on the ground that is a flame. And you hear behind you from the other side of the house, that's not me, from Xanner. And uh, <laughs> on the bed, there is a uh, very well cleaned armored Sergeant uh, Retho, who is on the bed, uh, laying a face first with blood pouring out of his neck region and uh, kind of sitting over him on top, straddling him from behind is a lithe looking figure, a hooded figure who uh, has a bloody knife out that uh, flips the knife uh, to get the blood off and leaps back off the body and turns around as you guys smash open the door. Uh, I don't even think twice, I attack. Okay, make an attack roll. Actually, make an initiative roll. (laughs) Uh, Roll roll and uh, add your perception. And um, yeah, I'm kind of right behind him. Should I roll a perception roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's a 16 for me. Okay. Uh, Same. Okay. No, I'm sorry. 18 for me. Sanders in the house too, I Uh, no, we can assume you're trying to move over there. Yep. All right, let's just assume that for now. Uh, All right, Uh, this guy goes first and he sheathes his knife and um, moves back away from you guys defensively, but does not attack. Uh, Either one of you guys can go. Is he a white-haired fellow? You see there is white hair coming out from underneath his hood. You guess as he's trying to find a way to, to get past you, and he's backing away. Look for a silver medallion around his neck with a wolf on it. Just a guess. <laughs> Look for a silver medallion around his <laughs> He's running into the room. <laughs> Stand down or we'll kill you. He doesn't move. He says, who are you? The better question is, who are you? <laughs> um, I don't wait. I just attack. Okay. I oh. make one. Uh, if he's close enough, I just, yeah, attack. All right. You got to spend an action to charge towards him. Okay. You attack. He does a little quick, uh, a fast draw like your ability of his dagger to try and parry. So make an attack. Uh, it's an 18. 18. You swing your sword. And I have a dark gets... auckern bow plus one. 19. No. It's not a bow. Using, Sorry. A using a sword. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. You swing your sword. He is able to quickly draw his long knife and parry that blow. You have one more action remaining. Uh, yeah. Um, parry that and attack. With a hero point to use, I got to roll the five. Oh, man. I don't like rolling fives. Uh, 19. 19? You swing. Wow, that's pretty good for a second attack. Yeah. Uh, you swing and miss. Jeez. <laughs> yes. Um... I'm gonna use my last action. No, to... that was it. You had to move and you, you oh, swung, sorry. swung. You move and swung, swung. 
Um, we're going to say that's a whole new round. Xanner, we need you to get involved. Make a perception initiative roll, if you will. Initiative roll! Cool, that's an 11. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. He, with his knife, once again, sheathes it and tumbles past you, Idrisil. Let me make an acrobatics roll. Um, and tumbles past you, runs past uh, Sildren and says, how did you find me? He says, just running right by you and then almost knocks into you, Xander, and says, excuse me, and goes <laughs> running past you, Xander, and running towards that bedroom you just came out of. He slams the cupboard door closed as a woman tried to get out, <laughs> knocking her back in, and he's running for the uh, open shuttered window. Um, either, uh, let's say, Sildren, you haven't gone in a bit. You're next. Um, e how far away am I from him right now? Maybe thir 30 feet. 30 feet. Okay. Um, so I will use an action to reach him. Okay. And I will attack him once with the sword while Yafane does her thing to do her battle assist. All right. So the, the <clears throat> Yafane goes first, screeches in, mm -hmm. and starts clawing at his eyes. Right. All right. And that gives you a bonus. Right. To be able to pull it off. But you got a hit to make this work. Go for it. Yep. Swinging with your sword, your rapier. Yep. 24 to hit. 24 is a hit. Nice. I'm sorry, 25. 25 is still a hit. I will do six points of damage. Right. And then um, Yathane does her thing. Which is? Basically, she's blinding him, and he's going to take bleeding damage of 1d4, persistent bleed damage. Um, and he'll be dazzled. Dazzled until he gets rid of that. Correct. All right. And dazzle means it's harder for him to get his strikes in. Right. Nice. Ah, and he's trying to swat away this crazy bird he was not expecting to come in the window he's right. trying to get out of. Uh, Idrisil, uh, you may go. Uh, I drop my short sword and I quick draw my bow. Okay. Uh, so not wasting an action to drop the sword. Just drop it, quick draw the bow, and I fire it. Uh, before you roll... Is with Sildren the, in the way? Um, half of... half A little bit of Sildren, half of Xanner. Uh, mm. But with the blinding and the bow, you can do whatever you want. I'm going to interrupt with a mm. line. He says, uh, hold! And he stops and holds out a hand and stops running towards the door and is trying to fend off Yathane with the other hand. Um, Idrisil has the arrow knocked. Yes. And he uh, just stands there resolutely and waits for Sildren and Xanner to kind of stop moving. They seem confused as to why he spoke suddenly. All right. He's correct. I seem confused. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yathane will back off and sit down on the windowsill that he was trying to. All right, he's still uh, just clutching his eyes yeah. and the I, all around I him. look back into the room with Retho, and I look at him. Why should I wait? Why should you live while he dies? Because you don't seem like you're a killer like these guards. I fire the arrow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we need information. With a hero point, because that's a natural one. Oh. <laughs> My last hero point. Thank you for giving me one. Almost killed Yasune. Oof. Uh, total of 
15. 15. That arrow goes flying out and hits the wo- nails the wooden shutter into the wooden wall behind him. And Sildren's like, hold, hold, hold. Hold my shit. It was a warning. It was a warning. It was a warning. Until flames start burning <laughs> from the gnome. Hold. Uh, Xander, you haven't got to do anything. Hold. Let's forget all about Iggy, who hasn't got to do anything. <laughs> all these uh, uh, pegs, like, uh, kicking some beer just to try to shortly do himself. Oh, those, those dumb shits followed that guard. <laughs> I, I was kind of picturing Iggy, like, I can't read the street signs. Can you help me find my friends? No, I'm getting shit paced. Someone said something about a curfew, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> Was I supposed to be doing something? <laughs> Where's Sir <laughs> Um Xander. Xander is going to change the... the <laughs> Xander's getting ready to blast an, an ice frost, so he was, he was really, really bright blue for this one. It's going to change it to purple, and he's going to detect magic instead. Okay. See if, if he can pinpoint, because he was feeling it 30 feet before. Okay. Uh, you can detect magic, yes. Okay. What are you doing here? And what is your purpose? As I'm taking out scum like that. Bear. And who are you working for? Are you one of the wolves? as I am. May I ask a question? You just did. <laughs> He's continuing to wipe blood away from his eyes. What's your question? Who are you working for, and how did you get here so quickly? We are what you would call unaligned with anyone. We are defenders of the realm. And it just closes the door to the bedroom so we can't see the blood coming out of the, under the door. Would you mind putting the bow down and turning your gnome off? What is the purpose of the wolves? purpose of the wolves is to, is to restore order to Navarre. How so? You don't know much about the wolves then, do you? I'm asking the questions here. Indeed you are. (laughs) Indeed you are. We know that you have killed three men thus far without any sense of reason why. These are... These are not good men. And if you are protecting them, you are protecting the wrong people. The city needs protection from these men. These men are, are in league with criminals and slavers. Slavers who I believe you yourselves put an end to. That's a point. Yeah, we just do a De Niro face. And yeah, 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 really good. yeah, He's not wrong. Um, These are men who are in league and paid by and allowed such activities to happen. The slavers are gone. And now we need some change in town, and now is the time to make that change. Surely it would be more advisable to work with the system in place from the inside. The mayor is useless. I mean, and aren't we just trading one 
authoritarian for another here? We are not trying to take control of anything. We need the mayor out and a new vote put in place. Someone who's not just uh, going by whatever whim uh, floats past him as the mayor does and takes whatever coin he can and enjoys luxury in his little house. We need someone who will actually care about this town and about these people. So you are claiming that you are noble in intent and purpose here. As intent as a man who just slit the throat of a man tonight can be. Mm-hmm. He slams the cupboard closed again as it opens up. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, all you know, mm-hmm. puts, puts the bow away firmly, you know, but walks towards him. It would be better for you and your organization to come out of the shadows, would it not? Work in the daylight with the people. Show them the hypocrisy. We try to do what we can, but it's been decided that we must not make as bold a step as you suggest. There are powerful people out there that would like us to not exist. Very powerful people. Perhaps the impression that you leave them, bodies on the ground in the alleyways, with no sight or sound as to who has done it, why they did it, leaving hidden messages in magical blood. There must be some kind of, I don't know, maybe not diplomatic, but some kind of way to better the society. You mean just running around annihilating young people and and, and the things that we've been doing lately? I mean, just throw it out there. Our position... (laughs) I'm not saying that we're, you know... Our position is one of protection and defense. Your position seems to be one of anarchy. Our positions are the same. It's our methods that are different. And I don't have the luxury of being anonymous and uh, uh, unaligned, as you say. My alignment is very much with the wolves, and there are, as I said powerful people that would kill me for having this. And he shows a little uh, hidden badge of a wolf uh, sewn into his. The men that are currently hanging in the town square, were they truly wolves? Oh, no. I did not think so. No. They were coyotes. (laughs) (laughs) Hybrids, really? (laughs) No chihuahuas. My name is Xanner. My friends and I are defenders of the realm. We do our best to find what's good and to do away with what's wrong. We did take out those slavers. We are here to make sure that there is safety among others. We were asked to find you by the one good person we found in this town, the captain of the guard. She knows there's corruption. She couldn't trust anyone else in her team, so she hired us. That brought us to you. Are the wolves defenders of the realm? Or are you selfishly just trying to take power? Your question. <laughs> <laughs> Choose wisely. Yeah. <laughs> the wolves are trying to take back the kingdom of Navarre for the people of Navarre. Who has it now that you're trying to take it from? Isn't it a peaceful place that we live? It is ruled by 44 greedy, babbling old men in the city of Mirskan. 
the Senate is not the rightful leaders of this kingdom. And there needs to be change. Why? They serve themselves. They serve bureaucracy. They allow mayors who care not that there's people enslaved in their town as long as the coin is flowing. That is not the kingdom that I have been told about when I was young. That is the kingdom I want to have again. Yathane is no longer in the... Okay. Right on his irises again? No. <laughs> nope. She's out of sight. Okay. She's flipped away. She just like kind of like hops back out the window and goes... And <laughs> it falls off of it. <clears throat> he, he sits down in a chair. Yeah. Hear me. You sound noble. Though your means are crude, we can't judge them. We've had our own. We came in with swords after you, after all. Rather quickly, I might add. A I'm, great stealth roll. <laughs> are there more of you, or are you just based in tavernry? That would not be a good question for me to answer. Let me put it more plainly, then. Could you use our help? Make a diplomacy roll, Xanner. Yeah, Xanner rolled a natural <laughs> one on that one, so he's going to use oh my God. his last hero point. Because, again, feeling a little bit more diplomatic than just a one there. He's the same die. That's That's always worked out, right? Cool, cool. That's a three. So that'll bring the diplomacy up to a 12 and a proud, smug stare. Can you just I don't know you. I don't know your caliber. I've seen, I have seen something, something violent that you did to the low house, but I... I can't say what caliber of men you are, other than dangerous. Well. And not the best of shots, he says, plucking an arrow out from behind him <laughs> on the shutter. I would say for the time being, it seems our purposes are well enough aligned. Who's the lady in the cabinet? Oh, his sister. The, the sergeant. Rethos' sister. sister. She's visiting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you willing to share more of your cause? For what purpose? With you. You're working with the captain, and she, I don't think, is as corrupt as these guards, but she worked for the mayor. She is. So then, therefore, you work for the mayor. No. She is a bright spot in in the darkness that you see. She is one of the good ones, if you will. I uh, don't want to fall on the wrong side of history. If you really are the good guys, if you're the ones that are trying to save Navarre and be the true defenders of this kingdom, I want to be a part of that. But hear me, if you are corrupt, and if you attend to bring down the beauty of where we live, you will be ended. 
I'm going to be on the right side of anything. I think you sound to be more noble than anyone I've spoken to, with the exception of the captain. I would like to know more of your cause and if it's something that uh, that would fit us as well. Do you have a website we could visit? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a pamphlet? <laughs> and we'll stop there for tonight. <laughs> After many adventures, the heroes finally make use of their magical Meyer pins. When they tried to use them like three episodes back, they ran away in terror. I couldn't believe they just walked away from a fantastic shop of magic. Now, this adventure, they finally had a chance to collect some fun magical supplies and take on a new mission to find out who's been murdering the town guards. Chasing down an assassin right at the murder scene, they realize he is a member of the Wolves, a group of people claiming to be loyalists to the kingdom and town, but dead set against the corruption of the mayor and his town guards. Thank you to Seth, Alistair, Jeremy, and Chris. Don't forget to check out our Patreon, where you'll find bonus audio character creation and after shows recorded after each episode. Take a look at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. With the trapped assassin caught with blood on his hands, yet putting up interesting arguments for his actions, what will the heroes do with this member of the wolves? Until next time. Mm-hmm.